It's rewind time. He hit it from the back. He hit it from the back. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, intro. I'll never get it. I'll never get tired of it. <laughs> same, same. It's really I love it. <laughs> well, welcome to it. You're listening to the rewind. The one, the only beat nasty. I've got the girl with the golden voice by my side. Um, <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you for that intro. <laughs> I love it for I me, like okay? <laughs> I like it. We need to hear you do it, though. We need to we need to hear it come from you, you know? No, no, no. I, I hear you. She's a figure, So one day, we'll be trying to hey, go with the golden voice. Biki Mark Mierman. Hey, hey. I'm so cool. I'm so cool. I'm so cool. Completely. Yes, Casey. It came by. Sheep. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. Like, I mean, today I would like. I'm doing really well. Um, throughout the weekends, oh my god, my spirit was just down. I was like so sad, and I'm like, God, really? Is this it? If not, please come take us because wow, 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 wow. Take us if you feel yeah, like you're done. This please take us. Yes, let it be the rapture and we be done because what? It was so heavy, like. It was just like, you know, like triggers. It was, no, the weekend. I mean, I'm, I'm better today because I was very active. But your high no shame, I won't lie. I was in the pits. And you? Yeah. Well, I'm doing quite okay. Today was quite a long day um, at work. It was, oh, it was a very long day at work, you know? Like, uh-huh. with a workshop thing that was like full day, like from the morning all the way into the afternoon. So, um. But I'm also a little bit stressed because we've got an event coming up at the end of the week at work and it feels like it's all sitting on my shoulders. The world is on my shoulders, Lord. <laughs> the um, world is on my shoulders. Playing. But is it is it virtual <laughs> or are you guys doing it uh, like at the company physically? It's both. Oh my God. But I mean, I feel so like you can handle it's, this. It's, I also feel like I can I can handle it, but you know, it's the first time we're doing a a, a physical event and not doing a virtual event. It's the first time it's oh. physical and it's also virtual and okay. I'm also like very very new. I've never put together a physical event um since since I've started working here because I started working during COVID. So yes. um, it's it's it it feels like a very big test. Like I feel like I need to pull this off to prove myself. Personal face to face. Like it still feels like I need to prove myself. So I'm praying to God quite a lot this week. <laughs> you know what? You I'm know I feel like you're gonna you know? shut it down. I'm praying to. You know why? Because it's almost like imagine saying you're staging your own shows. How many shows have you done? So what's the difference? Yeah. I feel like yeah. you're gonna no, shut it down. It's just obviously the pressure that's of like you, like you're saying that you're always doing it virtually and now you have to like put it live. But there's so many shows you've staged and 
you know, like this, that's going to be a breeze. <laughs> I mean, well, once you get you the hang that. of it. Yeah. Thank you for boosting my confidence. <laughs> all <laughs> the time. All really the time. I appreciate it. I did yeah. want to say also that you do sound like you are in quite a great mood today. It sounds like you yes. all the items on your to-do list and you even got started on tomorrow's to-do list. That's how <laughs> much of a great mood you are in. <laughs> wow, thanks for the voice of confidence. No, I really, I wish, I really wish. But I just, you know what, I, I realize that I like being busy. Like if I'm busy, then it makes me happy. Like just sitting and just thinking about the world and how it's a horrible place makes me very sad. But when I'm really busy, like I'm at my best. So I didn't, I didn't even complete my to-do list, but I'm, I'm just like, um, I started this thing where I called, I say I'm giving myself grace. So I'm no longer as mm. obsessed with like wanting to finish a to-do list or hard on myself for not completing things. But I will always tell myself, do I have the strength to do this at the best level as I can? Amen. If I can't, then Amen. I don't do it. If I, you know what I mean? I'm really tired of this thing of like feeling the pressure to be like, oh, I shut her down. Everyone on Instagram is doing the to-do list, rent paid. I'm like, no. If I'm able to do it, I'll do it. On my best days, I know I can complete a to-do list for three days on my worst days i can just do one task but i feel like we need to allow ourselves to have like a little bit more grace for ourselves so that's what i'm doing now yeah yeah you know i think if the good lord can give us some grace then we can surely give ourselves (laughs) a little bit of grace yes definitely I think with those very wise and prophetic words, let's leave it there and let's get into YouTube Digest. No, no, no. Let's get into Word on the Street. And then on the other side of that, we're going to get into YouTube Digest. (laughs) Word on the Street. Here we go again. So just like we said, we're getting into Word on the Street right now. And we're speaking about... What is the craziest thing that you've had to do for a dick appointment during the pandemic? And I think actually, Ponsa, this question is quite gendered. Maybe we should have just said, um, what's the craziest thing you 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 have done to get some, you know, during the pandemic? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Sorry. My bird. My bird. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. We, we grow and we learn. We grow and we learn. So we've and asked we people to send us a couple... Yeah, we've asked people to send us a couple of voice notes sharing with us their opinion on the whole saga. And this is what some of you have to say. What's the craziest thing you had to do during the pandemic for a dick appointment? Yes. I had, we had to lie mm-hmm. that Bay is my brother so that he can get in at security. <laughs> Not like me and my mom lie, as in knowingly, <laughs> that we want to get it on. But she'd be at work, and she knows that obviously he comes to come and visit me. So, and they don't allow visitors. So, yeah. he would just get to the gate and be like, "I'm here to see my mom." And then they'd ask him who's his mom, and she, he would give them the details, and then he's there <laughs> with me. Wild. <laughs> she Wild. makes it sound so simple. Yeah, I mean, I mean, also like, look at it. Like, if the mother is um already knows he visits, she doesn't know the reason of the visit. They need to continue with what they're doing. So, I mean, it does sound easy if it's something they already do. The only lie they had to tell was the security that I'm the brother and I'm coming to see my so- sister. 
where would the mother be? Does she stay with the mother or is the mother yes, they live um, in the same, staying somewhere in, in the same house? But the mother works in the facility. So the mom was a nurse in the in the building, in the not the building, the institution. So on the daytime, oh. so the mother's still in the same grounds, but she's working a nine to five the whole day. So she has her boyfriend come over in that sense. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think that's fun. Well, I mean, is 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 a lie uh, 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 a desperate thing? I feel like a lie is, um, or maybe Minang Choi looked so maybe I don't see a lie as like, Doing something like hectic for for the D, you know? And maybe this could be a conversation for another time. But I think our black parents force us to lie because we don't have an open relationship in that level. She's even lucky her mother allows her boyfriend to come over during the day to see her. But like they don't give that freedom, Yahori. You you know it's not a you know that I'm safe, you know I'm strapping up or I'm on the pull or whatever, but I need to lie and say, you know, I just wanna get some cuddles, I wanna get some warmth because you know, your, your mother just might not approve. <laughs> so I'm omitting. I always say, love. it's not a lie. I'm just omitting. You know, that is very true. Yeah. I learned about this one in, in English in um high school. It's called equivocating. Okay. <laughs> Where uh, you're, not, you're not lying. You're telling the truth. But the way you present <laughs> it is um there's a lot of gray area, you know? Oh, yeah. So let's say I had to. I had to um, go fetch um, my laundry. Yes. Um, not my laundry, my dry cleaning. Yes. Um, but um, I was late for a meeting at work because I overslept. Um, and then I could, when I get into the meeting, I would say something like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. Uh, I had to go... I, I had I, I, I had to go collect my laundry today. Let's say I overslept. Let's say one. Yeah. You just say I had to go collect my laundry today. Marawasga Tlewuti, a laundry, why collect Xeni? It's not the reason why you I'm are late. late but... but it is the truth. Yes. You are late. You are sorry you're late. And you had to go collect your laundry today. That is the truth. But it's not the reason why you are late. late you know? So it's called uh, equivocating. Equivocating and equivocation. Ah. Where, 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 where you deliver the truth, um, maybe we should actually Google it and find out what it properly means. But you basically deliver the truth and the way it's delivered would give it one sort of um, inference. Meanwhile, you might find that it didn't actually impact whatever you were saying or I as Hambelani, but you just deliver them so close to each other that it could seem... And But you're not lying. Yeah, but you're um, not. Because you did have to do yes. that thing. <laughs> no, that's a, that's, that's a nice know, one. I mean, I love it. I will justify it to God. Gerbongani to told you. me this. You know what I love about the voice note is she says, so so then he comes and he comes. <laughs> Just like, uh uh-huh. he definitely comes and he comes, doesn't he? (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a good one. Uh, let's leave it there for now. We'll hear a little bit more about what Mzansi has to say about what is the craziest thing they've done during the pandemic to get some. It was very difficult. Um, but we'll find out what South Africa did to get through it. Word on the street. Here we go again. Yours is consistent with her hosting, and that grew her channel so insanely. So why don't you try that as well? No, no, I'm not important. Hell no! I will tell you, I I really prefer Sinovoyo's voice. It sounds like she just had a glass of wine and Uh she just lit a cigar, and now she's talking to you. So Kopano, how often does she upload then? Yo, like once a month. Seriously? Yeah. Once a month is a very easy consistency to hit. Yeah, it's easy, it's easy, it's easy, but no, we don't want that. Not like that. Take me serious. Just to tell you what she's doing with her hair and am I overdoing it now? I don't know, but not, Welcome to YouTube Digest. This is the segment of the show where we speak everything YouTube, our favorite, um, what do they call them? Oh, YouTubers. I was going to say uh, video content creators. What a long title. <laughs> our favorite YouTubers <laughs> that we watch on YouTube. You know, I, I, you know, the other day I was just thinking, um, thank god for youtube like there are so many moments that exist in life that um we would not have come across but thanks for this platform you're able to not only come across such a moment but then you're able to relive it over and over and over again and Mm. can i please tell you what sparked this thought it's a very stupid idea um yeah we're talking at we were talking with my colleagues about um how um the marula fruit sometimes when it's um overripe uh some animals like um the elephants and some monkeys mm. and other animals tend to eat it and it gets them drunk and mm, we were talking mm. about how there's this video on youtube showing all these animals getting drunk off of a marula um <laughs> fruit and yeah. my colleague was quite shocked that that actually exists and she's questioning if they even know whether they're drunk or if they're just eating and then they happen to get drunk um, uh. <laughs> but I was just like, yeah, I'm going to send you the video. And then I thought to myself, geez, you know, like in my normal day, like in our normal days, the, what were the chances that you were going to see elephants and monkeys getting drunk, drunk. Um, off of off Marula? Of <laughs> <laughs> you were not going to see that. But thank exactly. God to this platform, yeah. you're able to um, relive such moments. And that's just the small idea of how you're able to relive such moments. Imagine people who put up, who've been putting up their whole lives on YouTube, like from their first baby, their pregnancy journeys, or like... Um, hey, Exactly. Starting, starting a life with their partner and now you're old and you're, you're still able to look back on these moments these moments uh, where you went to, moved in for the first time and you know like i don't know it's it's just quite interesting um and thank god we're able to relive some nice entertainment moment that our youtubers give us on the platform yeah no definitely um have you been looking at anything or entertaining yourself more youtube so there, there are a couple of things I've a couple of YouTubers I've been checking out quite recently. I went back to our dear old friend Wendy. I think Wendy's Bianne. Wendy. Yes. Oh my God. I, <laughs> every time I scroll through our page, I was like, "Sis, Bunzan Vongani, Begani man." Wendy has grown. Like I don't really watch her videos because I mean I'm not the target market, but I definitely like the aesthetic of how her videos look. They look so professional. 
Yeah, I mean, when you scroll through her um, page now and you go through um, all her videos, her thumbnails are very different to yes. what they were before. Um, you can see there's definitely a whole lot of effort and she's getting more views per video as well. I mm. mean, she's sitting on 9,000 subscribers at the moment. So you can definitely yeah, see that's that good. she's learning. For me, though, I'm just like, um, so I watched her do um, a surprise home haul and a home update and organize with me and it's still same old wendy as we know her she's she was doing her bathroom once again she's showing us what's new about the bathroom which was just one thing um then her and her boyfriend are all over the north up and down Santon, up and down into these stores and then she's showing us what she's bought for the home and I'm just like, yeah, it's Wendy. <laughs> like, Yay! I don't know what else I was expecting. It is Wendy. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad she's persistent, hey? And I mean, there's like no, 9,000 people thinking the content is worthy. So that's good. Yeah, I mean, I think what's what's um quite great about her content is um her voice. I think it's so serene. Um, She's she's not loud. Yeah, but ah! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, there <laughs> Wendy is just like, I just put a hat. Oh, I broke it at the back because I've got a big head. Anyways, this is what I've done. How do you like it? Like, it's oh just my really, god, really that would feel like the videos will take forever. I, I can't do that. I mean, I would, I mean, yeah, I must, I mean, I kinda, is it Tim's who says he listens to our podcast at what speed? Oh, yes, at double speed or something like that. Exactly. Tim's. He's also doing some great stuff, but yes. Yes. <laughs> So now with it, I mean, Wendy's speaking in slow motion. I'm also, I get impatient. So I'm like, I think we're also of the generation that wants to consume information very quickly because that's why we've got TikTok and things like that. I would rather much watch a TikTok than an IGTV because I'm like, Chale, get to the point, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I, mean... I think you guys, you guys need to go check out Wendy. Go see yeah, what she's about. Like, go like a I... video of hers. She's and it's quality she though. I won't lie. You know? It's quality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it is niche as well. So, like Punta saying, like you need to have the patience for the video. Her videos are generally long, like fifteen minutes and above. You know, so you yeah. need to have patience for that. But in terms of, you know, just it's a Sunday and you just want to watch something that's not gonna, like honestly, it's just yeah, it's worth it. Go check it out. Yeah, definitely. Also, if you don't want something that's going to create anxiety, you know, there's some videos where you're like, yeah, ma'am, yes. wait. And then with hers, like, it's very mellow. It's like, you know, it's not going to be an unexpected, hey, guys, you know. So, yeah, check it out. Um, So, I've also been watching someone else, uh, Kensani Motlatlole. Yeah. She's quite interesting. It seems like she does uh, a whole lot of um video essays, and she's very... um analytical about pop culture and what we're doing right now you know what you and i do on this podcast she's basically yes, doing it on, yes. on video her latest her latest one was taking a look at why um it's literally titled why south african youtube just makeup and story time videos and that was the mm. video that grabbed me and i went to go check it out i mean it's a whole 42 minutes um her longest video on youtube that she's ever uploaded but i think i'm i'm somewhat liking um uh the, the 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 content she's offering she has a video that's titled does bridgerton hate black women another one why is rich Mnisi so expensive what's wrong with um mm. 
what's what's wrong with African luxury fashion. So I really love the fact that, and this is what I was talking to you about. Um, wow, what's her I name? I sorry, love, I love. Um, it's Kensani Mashatole. Mashatole. I've just subscribed wow. on our thing, on our thing. Okay. So you, you go check it out. That's really um, nice. Maybe. Yeah, sorry. You I'll were saying it's something you I'll, were telling me about? Yeah. I'll, um, in terms of um, just are you, are you, are you once again going to be bringing personality onto the platform or are you bringing uh, content, context wrapped up? Um, mm. in personality and when you contextualize what we are going through i mean she's got a video about coming to america um she's got you just can hear from the titles of her videos she's looking at what's happening in pop culture and she's giving you an analysis in terms of her and what she thinks and what's happening also oh wow that just gave me a really brilliant idea yes okay that's really nice i mean i love that we're having content <laughs> like that <laughs> yes. okay yes so I mean I think um it's it's quite interesting. I'm I'm excited to see where her channel's gonna go. She's only mm. had it for um she's only been uploading for the past five months. She's sitting mm-hmm. on three thousand subscribers. Uh but I think we should check it out and maybe um just maybe one one of these days talk about one of the topics that she has on here because um like she really is giving her opinion. Thirty minutes videos, twenty minute videos, mm. two minutes is the longest one. So yeah, go check it out. I think it's gonna be worth watch okay no definitely no i love that i'll check her out that really is like the content i would definitely consume yeah no i'm 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 subscribing oh Bunsa, did you just unsubscribe are you no i didn't thing right now oh no maybe, no I, maybe i'm I not <laughs> but i've been hearing a lot of youtubers speak about youtube um unsubscribing some of their audiences so maybe that's what just happened but see like oh youtube yes now they want text from yeah. us Double text. Then after that, they want to unsubscribe. They want us dead. They must stop us. Our people. Ah, and we will subscribe so back. The, yes. Mm-hmm. The last person I was watching is Mile Sopam. Mila Sopam. Mm-hmm. So um, she's quite interesting because uh, Usi is actually the person who put me onto her. She's um. She's 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 a she's a two thousand that I can tell you for sure. She's a two thousand, <laughs> and um, her energy is very very two thousand. But her humor is very dry. You know that self defecating humor. Yeah. Um, it's 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 quite enjoyable in that sense you know uh Mm. so i think you should definitely go check it out because i think um she's quite interesting she's got some cool um videos Uh, there was a video of her like just giving advice to people like bad advice what i really enjoy is just in terms of her editing style and the personality she brings she really brings a lot of personality to her videos Mm. and um it's just uh i'm not gonna say the editing is not like blow you away but in terms of just the cuts and just the zoom ins and um things like that it's it makes for an entertaining type of watch you know okay okay um i I wanted to make reference to an american uh that's like a black american that's like got also that dry humor i don't know i forgot her name but she's like really popular now but yeah okay i hear what you mean that's so nice, though. I think so, too. I think so, too. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's, she's she, she will have her audience. If you like it, so then that means she's got her people. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to find her channel right now, and I am failing 
dismally. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying the wrong thing or what. Um, but no, it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, the, oh, her name is Michele Sopam. That's why I'm not finding her. It's Michele Sopam. Oh, okay, okay. I'll check her out. <laughs> okay, guys, so go check those people out. Um, yes, definitely. Yeah, and thanks for Michele bringing like a fresh subscribers. Oh, yeah, sure, man. You know, you know. Any day. We, we get to give people a platform every day, any day. <laughs> oh, so, my God. Lisa, can you, you tell yeah. us what we're doing for Deep Digest today? Oh, oh, oh. You, don't you want to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're already on a what roll. What was all of that excitement? What was all of that excitement for? If you're not gonna tell us. For the Savivi, I wanted to discuss Savivi, not the deep digest. Oh, okay. I see. Cool of Savivi. Before we get a good deep digest, I see. Cool of Savivi. It is. Oh no! I'm saying I'm in such a good mood. Savivi would have been a great, great partner here by my side. But you know what? We move. <laughs> Can I tell you? I yeah. I would also love a Savannah right now and. I've got only a case that is waiting for the weekend because if I have any right now, I will get through them before the weekend. But last week... I love it. I love the discipline. I must say, can we highlight that? That's discipline. (laughs) I love it. So well done. (laughs) Thank you. My dad sends me a a WhatsApp and he says to me, "Um, are you doing a Savannah um, voiceover? Did you do a Savannah voiceover? Uh I'm like... No, but what did you hear? And then Angplutika, imagine. I am like <laughs> on the edge of my seat waiting to hear. Did he hear someone that sounded like me? Uh, did he? No, no, he just blew take me. I must actually give him a call and find out what the hell is going on. Because, but also probably... at the same time, I was like, I receive, I receive, mother, I receive in your name, Jesus. <laughs> I think Shay, maybe he heard a voice or maybe he knew about auditions and he's just disappointed that you don't even know. Like, this boy doesn't even know about <laughs> two, that three. <laughs> that would be so sad. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I also wish I had a Savannah right now. Uh, but for today on Deep Digest, like we said last week, we're talking about the Icy Park trip. Um, we're, fi- we're speaking about the, 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 the campaign and mm-hmm. how it took off here in South Africa and looking mm. at some of our favorite influencers, celebrities, actors and models on what they did when uh, they received some of the merch and mm. uh, compare, not compare to tear down, but compare to celebrate, you know, that's what yes. we Yes, celebrate our win <laughs> and Beyonce seeing us, seeing her see us. Yes. We're part of the tour, baby. Yes. <laughs> World tour, okay. okay. Let's, <laughs> let's get into it. Let's get into it. Punta, please. <laughs> Check out our YouTube page, The Rewind Essay, for more content. So, we just got into the deep dive. Um, we're all done with, like, I mean, the episodes are getting so interesting now, and I'm feeling very journalism like energy. Um, if you want to correct my English, Debongani, you can go ahead and do best. But no. these, these deep dive segments are giving me very journalism, very like I'm taking your job yes. when I at ENCA, the unknown journalist <laughs> who drops those really hideous stories. So, today we're talking about press yes. drops. Um, in our industry, mm. particularly with that Ivy Adidas I, Ivy Park drop, um, can you give us a bit of uh, yes. info on what what that was all about? Definitely, um, and I'm really also feeling very journalistic journalism, <laughs> very. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I'm pretty sure we're only scratching the surface. But anyways, mm. um, this was a drop that took place in February. It's a brand drop. It was um, Ivy Park and Adidas. They were dropping the third um, collection of Ivy Park, which mm-hmm. is um, called Icy Park. Um uh it's obviously by Beyonce. I'm sure we all know that. It's a multi-hyphenated Grammy record breaking <laughs> recording artist, Miss Beyonce Giselle knows. Um, it was by her. So it dropped on the 20th of February, and um everyone was loving it. It had a whole lot of winter whites, it had some bold magenta hues, there were reflective reflective metallics, um, faux fur, and there was some very beautiful melanated brown. It literally looks like caramel when you look at some of the um, pictures of the um, clothing. Which one of your favorites of the looks from uh, this drop was your favorite, Bonza? I think I liked the brown. Yes. Yeah, so the brown, I like that wool style yeah, thing. Uh, and the blue. Mm-hmm. I know there's a yes. lot of blue. Oh my goodness. But this the is blue why, and pink, this is but why also... you're, my, you're my co-host. <laughs> I, uh, I know the pressure. Oh my God. <laughs> but I, I like... <laughs> I like the brown and I also like the blue and it looks different yes, on different yeah. people. So, but it, 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 I love, I love the whole collection, but I, I love it. But I also like how versatile the, the clothing is. Like you can, I mean, if you understand yes. clothing, because somebody tweeted, <laughs> some girl I really like on Twitter, I forgot her name. Um, she, she tweeted mm-hmm. saying that um, people who like Ivy Park is, is usually people who can't dress. And I was like, ah, spicy much. Uh. <laughs> But to be honest, like it's well, not like I, always. Besides, besides the models, it's not always the people who um who bargain who are like because there's the models who are hired, and then there were people who were influencers who were given to to do like you know the drop and whatever. Some of them are naturally yes. on their own in their own natural habitat. Don't know how to dress. If I'm being honest. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. No. 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 But like, not in a funny way. Like. I, they're not like fashion icons, Margot right? Like, no, I mean, I don't want it to sound like, but I mean, she was right. Her name is Nandi Pa, I think. And she's like, yeah, people like Ivy Park. Maybe I was agreeing with her because I mean, like, Beyonce, why didn't you call me the rule? <laughs> oh, why don't I? Why can't I, afford, why can't I afford Ivy Park? But alas, it's okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, I also love the browns and the blues. I think what's revolutionary about this um, clothing um, brand, Ivy Park, is the fact that it's unisex and it's athleisure. So mm. ideally, you're supposed to be able to go straight from the gym and be able to walk into a meeting and not look like Obuye Chimini, you know? But also, whilst you're in the gym, you're wearing clothes that are comfortable to move in and not necessarily as rigid as a suit, you know? So yes. I think maybe that's that's where some of that confusion comes in. Um, people don't know how to dress and stuff like that. that, that yes. That's the point of, um, um, well, how I understand it. I don't want to make myself a fashion critic. But I was just like highlighting a point you mentioned with taking it from the gym to um, an office, from the office to dinner. The the theme here, what Beyonce did, I'm assuming she worked with her own people and the creatives in Adidas. That's also the brand here, Adidas. You, Adidas, even if you have like your tennis skirt or whatever, you if you had a tennis game, you can wear that same fit mm. after you've put on mm. your shield. Or you're going to 
with other brands yes. like they really struggle like i mean nike is like really amazing with shoes and whatever but like they at least it doesn't carry that thing where you're like i'm gonna take i just worked out and i did a i mean they i mean obviously we know their kit is fire yeah, tennis and whatever but i feel like with fashion yeah. like with with um adidas gets it right with fashion and with athleisure i mean they just like the combination is so crisp you can just go with beyonce's collection you can go from the game to the mall to the mall to the office to the office and dinner even with the she- shoes she dropped yes. with the previous uh, with the first drop if not the second one everything accommodates wherever you are and whatever whoever you are and that's why we must get yes. into this list of um, people in the country who were part of the yes. Ivy Park activation, right? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, it happened on the 20th of Feb with um, Adidas um, also posting a picture of um, their chosen influencers and artists to, to, to promote IC Park in South Africa. Yeah. Before we get into the list, in general, when you saw the list and the people and whatever, what did you think? Were you like, oh, I expected this person to be part of it or was it more of a shock? Um, you know, I, I did honestly expect them to pick popular names and popular people. Um, mm-hmm. You think your Michalis would be a part of that list. You think your Sashas would be a part of that list, you know? Mm. Um, I honestly thought that's what they would go for. Uh, but I think... Um, once once you you look at overall everyone who's on the list and what they do, um, not just um, um, who they are, mm. what they do as well as an occupation, um, it 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 is quite a a a whole a rounded list. And this is why we need to get someone from Adidas to come speak to us about how they got to choosing some of these people because mm. some of these people I don't know. But when I went through their Instagram, I'm like, okay, cool. I would want her to be. Yes, <laughs> a it's part so on brand. You know? Yes. It honestly um, is the only the only critique I would have is that I haven't I hadn't seen males as I don't know if I we failed in our research but I don't think they chose males for this campaign and the whole clothing <laughs> brand um it's one of its selling points is that it's unisex you know yeah. um any pair of pants I should be able to wear that you can wear as well so I would fault them on not having um, males as part of the campaign but the mix of people introduced me to people I didn't know and. Um, also, the diversity in terms of body shape is what I will really Yay. commend them for. Um, not just um, not just having a thick girl and a, and a thin girl, but the thin has its variations. The thick has its variations it. as well. Yeah. Mm. No, 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 definitely. Even when I saw, like, um, the first person was Joe Loving. And I was like, I don't know this girl. Mm-hmm. Then I went through her profile. And she seems to be already, I don't want to say ambassador or what for Adidas. But when I was going through her profile, I'm like, okay, yes. she's already in the Adidas family. She's an athlete. She plays netball. And she is so sexy. Yes. And I was like, I didn't know she's this girl. Gorgeous. She is. I didn't know this girl before this campaign. And I was like, they chose the perfect person. It wasn't even because she's an ambassador or because she's sexy. But it fits the brand. Like, it's like what we mentioned. Like, the overall collection is about, um, like you're saying, diversity. But it's for, um, it's for your males. Anyone. Anyone, any gender can wear that. And also any mm-hmm. person from any background. So you, either you're doing office, you play uh, tennis after work, or you're doing that for a living. I was just like, wow, this is so on brand. And she looks so stunning. And do you see the two-piece she was wearing? The 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 legging yes. and the bralette. Yes. Yeah, yes. I was just like, girl. The bralette. Yes. What, what did um, you think? 
it was called I mean, I've been busy setting. That's oh, it. full okay, stop. Okay. So bad. <laughs> you know what I really loved about hers is mm. that when she posted um her video, it's actually a video of her doing workouts. Um, I'm not sure if she's uh, posted a lot of workouts or if she generally posts workouts, but she was wearing the the clothing. She's doing her workouts, and if you wanted anything that is more on brand than that, um, I don't know what you could ask for. She yeah. is literally showing you what they are used for, how you can move in the clothing. And this, with this brand, it had to hit multiple aspects. It had to hit um, the, the literally athleisure. It had to hit the lifestyle side of it, where we mm. need to see influencers looking good running errands. Or oh, not influencers, people looking good running errands. Mm-hmm. But it needed to fit the athletic side of it as well. Yes. Um, people actually wearing it and actually using it and speaking about, is this fabric breathable and stuff like that. I mean, mm. I would have loved to have seen her do like a, a, a breakdown on YouTube or something like that. But I listen to Lizzie Sikumbu Luguti Ziang Maili, like Uzang Patari 60K Marwas with Utoli Post A1. So I really do think I really do think they receive different paychecks um based on um their audiences and how many posts the brand needed. You see, mm. this is another question we'd need to ask someone from the brand. Yeah. Um I think this was very smart. On the uh, she posted this on the 18th of February, a video of her doing workout stressing in icy park and it looked good it was very on brand and it reminded us why we're here why 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 this is here you need to athlete you need to work out in it as well and for it to be the first way we see it was very Mm. very um smart you know smart because now that you're mentioning it initially when i looked at it before i even read about it or whatever i thought most of this is more fashion like because the content that was given from our country with the drops it gave that whole ivy thing uh like yo you really need to know fashion or be fashionable to wear it it had like more lifestyle yeah. uh attached to it than you know fitness now when you, we we look yes. at your loving content it was just like everything was like yes it's i'm gonna be working out in in this yes after the workout i can throw on that puffer jacket or whatever but like she was giving more of the athlete aspect or content to it yeah, I mean, she posted actually a very, very nice um, two piece as well. I think her man was dressed in it as well in the background um, yes. on 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 the tenth of Feb, and it looked really good. Um, and then I just really, I for me was really, um, I don't want to say impressed um, because impressed would mean people are doing it bad out there. But the mere fact that she actually took the athletic way and she did a video where she's giving you workouts, she's giving you reps, and she's doing it, and she's dressed in her. Icy mm. Park, I think was spot on. And I think was very smart of her to do in terms of um, keeping it. Because that's another thing. We're all going to receive the same box. We're all going to receive the same set of clothing. Mm. How are you going to make it you? Remember mm. we spoke about this when um, Jessica Bonami did her year of B with Jessica. Yes. Like, it's one thing for me to post the flowers and the box and say thanks. And say, Thank you. Ah, it's so cute. Exactly. But it's, and then making sure that I've got an alarm set so that I can tweet about it at the time. Um, but it's another thing for you to uh, take something and incorporate it into your own brand as well. Mm. And um, then also be able to deliver it in a creative manner. Yeah. And I think part of you being able to incorporate it in your own brand is the brand um, choosing you. Like they should know, they should choose the right people. It shouldn't be too difficult for you to take something and be like, oh, how am I going to incorporate this? Because we're all, once again, receiving the same box. Yeah, that is so true. Hmm. Okay. 
I'm just running my mouth. No, no, I love it. No, but you are saying facts, hey? You are you are dropping bars and I definitely appreciate it. But someone else who was who was like who took it the other the other side, I didn't even expect for yeah. Pamela to do that. Yeah. I really Creme. No, no, no. She served. She did she did a whole production. She took the box out of his king. location scouts. I'm gonna do my hair. Yeah. I'm gonna do my makeup. Exactly. Like I'm high. I'm I'm assuming like I mean she hired someone. She did her hair. She obviously rocked it, and she hired a photographer and a videographer because um she does have content she shot in studio with all the other models, but she also had her own separate content, yes. right? So um yes. with also some of the content you can see that sports scenes is also involved in was involved in the IV uh, drop, but um. It looks also like, um, like, like I was saying earlier, the models who were hired, like all the other people were going to mention, who were just like part of the campaign and they were hired and Nabashuta and the other influencers who were models who had maybe a separate thing. I would assume maybe they paid, they were paid separate to do the extra things that they did, like Pamela did. I honestly do think they somewhat had different budgets for everything. Um, yeah. Not for everything. They had an, the budget for the ambassadors and then they dispersed it differently. And I think um, in that disbursement, they had different contracts to say, okay, from you, we need three posts. From you, you need we need one post. Because um, ooh, I think her name is Ulindiwe. Uh, oh, girl, Nati, she wasn't too bothered to make sure that she posts on the day or anything like that. And I'm thinking maybe because she's an actress and a model, her price was yeah, higher model, and yeah. she just needed to do uh. one post, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. Pamela, I even think she posted it angle, for yeah. Um, Pamela on an influencer angle would um maybe for uh 60k you can get more posts out of her compared to an international model for 60k. You know, mm, 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 I get what you mean. That's what but I her think. content. I, I, but I'm not. I'm not saying anyone is lower than anyone because I think at the end of at the end of this we need to say who came out tops for us because. This was quite beautiful. I really loved it in terms of um, the location. You spoke about location scouting. The location yes. was so perfect in terms of um, the building that has um, all of those glass windows and stuff. Just another way and to And it had a whole feel um, to nicely. it. Yes. And it, then it, it, when she's in the... When she's in the magenta blues, um, in that mm. shot, you can see a lot of the skyline behind her, this very beautiful blue skyline. So mm. it's it's just very well thought out and well executed. And this was giving you the lifestyle side of the brand. You know how Uchu was giving us athletic. She was giving you wake up, run some errands. This is how you look. And you're going to a party mm. and you're doing this. And like Aisham. Okay. And, and she really, she, she really did a good job with it because there were some IV posts that I saw from people who just bought the IV um, uh, uh, sets, and they would shoot it in the middle of Haman's class somewhere, and it was so hot. Like I just like I was like, it's not working for me. I I wouldn't even want to buy it from that because I mean, we're in the hot sun of Africa, it's summer, and then you go shoot it in the middle of Rustenburg. I was just like, no, 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 no. I was sweating looking at some of the images. I mean, I love it for you. You look good. But I was just like, I love that Pamela went with the whole concept of icy and the whole winter feel yes. and the whole snowy feel. Yes. The, the, the concrete yes. jungle in Johannesburg, a compl- um, I mean, uh, what's this? Uh, complemented the whole shoot. And that's why that whole video, it's I mean, the cold. whole video is yes. so crisp. 
And then when you shoot it, I mean, it's so hot in Aman's Kralbongan. If you shoot it there with that whole um, a jacket already, jacket. it's just like, I was like, Mm-mm, it can't work here. You can't do you it here. for the jacket. <laughs> yes, I was like, you can't do it here in the sun, somewhere in Rustenberg and whatever. You needed to go look for that cold aesthetic. Ish, and these notes are, yeah. are, are tied in with the other people we're going to talk about later. But okay, it's fine. Um, who's this? Yeah. Sang? yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, okay, we're moving quite fast, but yes, oh, sorry, I, I sorry. just wanted to give out the one, one more shout out to Pam because I've literally got the video playing on repeat in front of me and I'm still as blown away as the day it dropped. I saw it. And I think I she actually like, had wow. tweeted something tweeted something about um thanking us and how she's just so excited and she put a lot of work into this and mm. it, it, this is someone who knows how to grab Mzansi's attention you know no, with she the does. Whole Mrs. Buns thing and now she dropped this video and we were all like glued mm. um yeah yeah no 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 yeah. she definitely I'll knows how there. to do that she's definitely a showstopper one thing about her she doesn't um do you know that she's a I don't want to say she's a influencer out person she's people she's who hire influence brand what yeah she's a brand strategist or something like that or yes like she works in she, she does this for companies she used to do this for like her job and then she decided to do it on her own for herself yeah she's doing it yeah so that's why you will never always see her with like maybe a campaign like for instance brutal fruit is doing something she's probably the people behind the campaigns that come out so when she chooses to do a campaign, like she said, I will take this as part of this uh, influencer wing that I do, then she must know that she knows that she's going to do a good job at it. Like, you know what? I know that. Because, I mean, honestly, for me, with the lifestyle segments of this Ivy drop, I feel that she was just like, you know, I know I I can give you guys ideas, but I know I can rock it best. And she did exactly that. She really, yes. yeah, she really did the, the, the things to be done. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with you on that aspect. Mm. Oh, yes. I, I liked Rory Sang's picture. I only saw the picture. I don't know if you had any other content. Like the studio picture. Um, she, did up, she did upload a GIF the day before. Mm. And it was a GIF of her um, sitting in the car, dressed in that bomber jacket, and just looking a whole lot of melanated, you know, very, it yes. was a very brown picture. And it looked mm. very beautiful with all the shades of brown. Um, I also liked it as well. Um, I don't know. I, there's not much I can say, you know, she just posted, um, the gift and then she posted, um, the pictures that she took at the Adidas, um, headquarters. Um, mm. I don't know if they were in the ones in Santin or what. Oh, I don't know that much. <laughs> Bopies, Ulogoti, Ui journalist, Ui journalist, Konamajos, you don't know that much. About, about what are they shot with at which um, Adidas headquarters? Well, okay, okay, that's fair. <laughs> but I would think they would go to the Santon one. I yeah. would think they would go to the Santon yeah, one. Yeah, Beyonce. Mm. No, no, they, they, there was budget and it was taken very seriously. So, and this Rory Sang's post also take me back to the whole, I think, Kunama paycheck at Lugile, you know? Omunye is celebrity, Omunye influencer, Omunye is an actress, Omunye is something like that. And that's why I think she she just posted that that gif and then just... Wait, um, wait, why do you say that? And why did you mention because, um, celebrity and also mention paycheck? Because I think... Um, how much effort they put into each is different. The effort that um, Thick Leonce and um, Pamela put in is very different to the effort that um, Rory Sang and Lindy were put in, you know? 
Okay. No, no, wait. I know we're not speaking about Lindiwe yet, but because we keep mentioning her name, I want to justify that. Okay, I know she's uh, she's an actress and a model, but Lindiwe prominently for this whole campaign, I can remember she was in Black is King. So she already, whether Adidas hired her or not, she was she got press. The press dropped. She got it from Beyonce or the Adidas team. And she's a model. Oh, really? So I think... Yeah, she wasn't black as king. She was one of the models in it. And, you know, she did a feature on her, on the video and everything. So she already had the press drop happen or it's inevitable that she had it from Adidas. But she's a model. Because when I went through her content, because um, she's doing something else for a sports, what was an athleisure thing. It's the same content that she had with the Adidas and with that. So she was paid that to do that as a model. So if she's still going to be in the store and on the banners or whatever she's or you know how models get paid however long your banners there you're still getting paid for that or whatever if you're on the billboard or whatever yeah so okay. that's why you mentioned the whole paying stuff because it was the whole thing that's why it's nice if we knew if there was like someone from adidas to answer these questions because what pamela did that's her her department because she's an influencer and she so happened to be there and also take pictures but what um lindiwa did i would assume because she's a model, maybe was hired as a model, or was because of she, she's part of the... I mean, I always call these people who are part of Black is King, like, you know, Beyonce's family. Because I know people who are part of the hair, makeup, or whatever of the Black is King involved in South Africa also got the press drops. You know what I mean? Oh, so really? people who are involved, yeah. So people who are involved in the Black is King, what, what, they got press drop, like, just from Adidas because they were part of the whole thing. So Lindiwa, and on her... And in her defense, I think she just posted the picture because she's a model. I'm assuming she's... I haven't been to the stores and seen, like, what... um, Like, maybe, like, with... uh, Is it not... What's that shop uh, where they, they, they had the drop at? Panicking. The shop shop, Erigisang, the Ivy Park in South Africa. Adidas? Not Adidas. There was another... Sports Scene was also advertising. Sports scene was also advertising. Yeah. I saw on my page with all these influencers. So with her specifically, like you're mentioning now with the Sang, also she's an she's a celebrity. Now we've got influencers. Now we've got people who were just models because there were other girls who were also just models with the thing. And they, I, I would assume they were just paid their their fee as a model and came in as models. Yes. But like you're saying, there's different pay grades. So Lindiwa came in, maybe came in with her agency and hired as a model, and she had to do the model work. And then we had. Aroresan coming as a as an influencer or whatever, but like I feel like there was a whole different pay grade because Lindiwa simply just posted a picture because I just posted a picture because I was part of this job, but not necessarily because I'm telling yes. you guys that oh guys this is an official campaign. No, she knew that in her industry it's the company's job to like just use her face and the model as for them to advertise. For her it was just like okay I was part of this. Here's the picture like I always do. So this is my CV and this is my if people wanted reference um, of my portfolio, work, yes. yes, portfolio. So yes. with Lindiwa, I, w- I would I would assume that that's that because she's not an influencer, so she never does like anything, and she's like, oh, let me hype up the work. So ma- mainly, Bojo, loving Pam- Pamela and Thick Leonce w- were like doing influencer jobs, but everyone else stood mm. in as models. The same as yes, how, and yeah, they were they were contracted in terms of this is what yes. I do for a living. Yeah. Not, not to say that others, it's not what they do for a living, mm, mm, but mm. um, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I hear what you're saying. And that makes a whole lot of sense. But once again, I do agree with you that we do definitely need to get someone in from Adidas to just speak us um, through what they were thinking, what the plans were, um, and how they came down to this um, list of people. Because it is quite a dynamic group, like we were saying earlier on. Mm. And um, I think there was a whole lot of representation, which is quite important, you know? It is. It is. Like now when you when we started the show and you were like, breaking down this icy park and you mentioned representation and diversity and how um even with like you know how normal campaigns will just do like uh like an h&m or whatever on their website they'll just be like this is how it will look on a thick person and how it will look on a slim person and then there was um yes. i remember seeing some models speak about um we need to give more room to in-betweeners you know how Pamela is mm. tiny, but she's not mm. as small as how Joe Loving is. And then there's thick Leonce, but there's yes. still also the in-between of Rorisang. Rorisang is not, like, people will classify as thick, but she's not necessarily thick or skinny. Or maybe someone will call her um, curvaceous and call thick Leonce thick. But there's still an in-between between all those people. So I feel like that's what they did. Maybe we didn't... Um, get to get all the models that were part of this campaign but there was they did cover like because i will still look at um rory sang i still think she's different from thick leonce so they did really yes encapsulate all of that and i just feel like mm, everyone can actually look good in an iv uh i i i see um attire so um, um i like did I you like tell say... me about thick leonce yes sorry oh thick leonce um, she uploaded a, 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 a video. I mean, she uploaded pictures on Instagram um, from the drop, but she also uploaded like uh, a haul um, on YouTube. Um, just mm. basically going through the items that she received, showing us how they fit, whether she's comfortable in them or not, which is something I also appreciated. I wish more of them had done this because, yes. um, I, you know, it really is... Um, you know, we need to help each other save money however way we can. Yes. <laughs> and still and make money for yourself. Yes. And there's nothing as wasteful as ordering something and then you get it and then it doesn't fit and you need to send it back or you need to get your money back. And exactly. that is a process no one enjoys going through. And this is what I love about someone who does a good haul is that they will tell you, okay, this is the size I got it in. This is how long it took for them to send all of this mm. to me. Um, mm. This is the fit. It's feeling tight. It's the, it's not just about you looking good in clothes, you know? Mm. Um, you also, I could honestly be shopping for clothes and I'm watching your haul so that I don't make a mistake in the yes. things that I buy. These things take too long to get here. These things are too costly to buy. I don't want to mm. make a mistake. And that's what people tend to forget about when they do their hauls is they they tend to think to themselves, okay, this people are just here to look at me, look good in clothing. Meanwhile, um, the the brand itself as well also sent you all of this so that you can help their customers make easier decisions um when buying their clothes. And that's what I appreciated about um Thick Leonce's haul is that she she got the clothes, posted them on Instagram, which is great, but then also went a step further, and I don't know, maybe this was in her contract, um, to then get dressed and put it on and let us see how it fits or, or what you're rocking, what you're not rocking, um, what what makes you feel comfortable, what doesn't make you feel comfortable. And when we speak about the whole diversity thing, um, I'm not just watching you because 
um, I'm watching you. I'm watching you because um, you potentially look like me, and mm. I, I, I'm, I, 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 that's why I'm watching you. I'm seeing representation. I'm seeing myself in you. That's why I'm watching you. So when you're doing, when you're reviewing clothing and things like that, um, it is quite helpful, and in more ways than just saving me the pocket, but also showing me that the brand actually does see us because, you know, there is this problem when when this happens. And so the brand made sure that in the sizes that come in this, this, you know, things like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm no, just no, rambling you're, you're my, def- No, you're, you're definitely right. getting to my head. No, no, I don't think the Savannah is getting to your head. There are people who do that internationally. And that's why maybe our market here, YouTube, needs to grow even more. Because there are people who tell you that, guys, I'm usually a size 36 on my Zara jeans. But the H&M jeans, I just so happen to be a 34. So just somebody giving that information, mm. it is helpful. Like whether Fiki Leonza was yeah. getting paid or not, she was going to make money from that YouTube video. And also like, when somebody tells you, oh, guys, this is how you True. can order it. It's how, like you're saying, it could probably take however long days, up at 15,000 for the whole for the whole foot. And then for it to come for you to not fit in it, to go back, maybe paying back again customs or whatever, or shipping fees, you know, just so somebody like that, just, you know, cutting down on costs. It's a it's it's a service. So I would definitely watch yes. the videos and thingy. I mean, I mean, that's a brilliant idea. If I had money, I'll just be like shopping and telling people, oh, when you shop at this place, consider this 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 you know what i mean so i mean yes and this is what you always speak about when you're like um when you start your channel let it be something that's like what are you giving us like how am i taking this and i'm like you know what i mean like i mean like you're saying there's so many uh, similar channels in the country if somebody had just something as simple as just doing hauls and i'm going to tell you how to shop on popular stores and what you can expect and yes. what, 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 what. And yes. I mean, even if it involves fashion and makeup and whatever, but we know that you or that person is always going to give me a good how-to. They can give me a how-to shop yes. or how, you know what I mean? So that is a very nice video. A very and they're going to give me detail. They're going to give me detail. Detail you know, on like, how it sits on the waist. Good. Yes. yes. Does, it, does my tummy tuck in nicely in it or must I not even take these uh, pair of pants? Let me maybe go for something else. You know what I mean? So that's very smart on her end. Whether she was paid or not, YouTube is still going to pay her. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was still going to, it's going to get her up to the level of Abolindi in Aburrisang. Yes. Uh, must, you know? That's that's she ain't making a more though. You know what I'm saying? These things are so unpredictable. <laughs> These things are so exactly. unpredictable. You will think, ah, no, maybe because Rorisang is a uh, an influencer or whatever. Or maybe sometimes maybe Michelle is doing a campaign with a celebrity. But you would be surprised how many numbers or interactions Michelle gets as opposed to a celebrity. These things are so unpredictable. So you just never know um, how much mm. bag people are making. Mm. Mm. Coconut cows, the... Okay, before you get into the very serious chats of um, Coconut Kel, mm. I wanted to say that her shoot for me, even if it came like after people's shoots, and I was just like, I yes. mean, people knew, like both Pamela and both Fig and all those Fig Leons and all those people knew way before the drop that they were yes. doing this. So that hence the drops were happening when the IV um, hype was going on. Thick, yes. um, not thick layers. The coconut cows. I mean, even in her work, we can see how creative she is. Like she always takes an approach that is so least expected, and you're like, "Wow, that is actually groundbreaking." Yes. She just literally went to an ice yes. rink, and it was perfect. It was after Pamela's. I mean, even before. I mean, Pamela's one was obviously a different 
vibe altogether. But to be in South Africa in the hot summer and come up with also that concept, and I was like, that is actually genius. If I was even the campaign, I mean, whatever, yeah. I would have shot it there. Like her, her whole thing was just like, oh, maybe got a skater to to do the whole do something yes do a exactly. campaign like even if somebody who dances African on skater. ice yes somebody dances mm. on ice or play hockey on ice or whatever in that fit would have been so amazing i definitely loved the whole um uh, uh shoots and everything but like i mean um she we mentioned that she, she had her drop later than most people's um icy drop because of white just before we get into because of white uh, oh. I just also just say that I see the ice skating thing was really, really, really smart. Um, mm. Her dressed in it. I mean, she didn't even have to be in the white fit. Like no. she was just in the melanated brown and she looked gorgeous. She was on the ice. In rink. a mini skirt. On it, in a mini skirt. Um, she looked good. She looked good. And I felt, I thought that was a, a beautiful interpretation of the theme. I see. And Yay. that's what we're speaking about. Pamela's Pamela's interpretation of the theme of icy of being in a cold concrete jungle. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Punta mentioned her drop came a little later on the 26th of February, I think. And um Icy Park's drop um in South Africa and globally literally came out on the 20th of Feb. Some of the ones that were or included in the original campaign. Um, were dropped um, even on the 18th they started dropping images and started teasing to be a part of the um, uh, list of influencers and personalities that are included in the brand and the campaign um, so what had happened with uh Kabi is that she had a shoot uh, presumably it was for Trending SA and she went to a designer and she says that this was a TV set up thing so the designer very well knew that um, that that she was on her way and mm-hmm. the designer basically was not prepared didn't have any outfits for her and then continued to body shame her allegedly all of this is according to um to Lisa Hotlawi, aka Coconut Cows, and continued to body shame her. She took to Twitter, and this is what she said. So today, I went to a famous designer who was told my sizes way beforehand because it's for TV. Does he mm. not then declare very loudly in the store after a failed try-on that he has nothing for me than uses words like fatty boom boom to describe how I'd look in the designs? To the to the convo this week, this is why fat phobia is so different from body shaming. I was made to feel like less than nothing today because of my body. My body is not good enough for his dresses, and he let that shit be known. He really could have said that to the stylist on the phone. I've never swallowed tears like that. Wow, hey, I'm hurt AF. And of course, I have to shake it off because it's for work. Your day really can get ruined on account of you being a big girl in a way that no one else will understand. The industry literally doesn't want us. It is wild. And she posted this on the 24th of February. And once again, um, presumably, presumably it was for her going on to trending essays. So the designer's name is um, Kiteria. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Kiteria Lebuhankekana. Mm-hmm. And he literally... Um, shot back at her. But before we play what he had to say, uh, Punsa, what do you think about this? Uh, it's a work event. It's television. Obviously, the designer knows. They have, production is making sure that they've got your sizes, your measurements. I mean, it's, it's, that's the yes. shit you give your agent. 
Yes. Why is it that when I walk into a designer's um, design room, they don't have clothes for me? How am I supposed to feel? And then there's all of this alleged body shaming that takes place on top of that. Let alone, Mm. okay, let's say he didn't body shame. The mere fact that I got there and you didn't have the clothes prepared for me. It shows that you're ill-prepared. Yes. It shows already that he's ill-prepared. Not that I'm excusing him. uh Uh-huh. But I mean, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm understanding that you're trying to give like, okay, let's say there wasn't all of that. And then just in general, you were given by a, a really big um, channel also in the country to say that, okay, we really have a big yeah. show that's being watched by a lot of people on our channel. And she's really someone who's well known. Like she doesn't have to be, uh, have worn Khartoum Kuzia before for you to have known her. And we live in a better world, Bongani, where you don't she even is, just need. Exactly. Well, you just don't need the, the paper from the agent. You can go search this person. You sometimes, even if you just have, I would assume if you're a designer, you know, some people have different um, work ethics. They're like, you know, I can see the size and I can see this picture. But you know, what? I want to go on social media yes. to dig deep more about who's the stickly answer person to also give her things that will work, not just because coconut it's my cows. clothing, but it's going to make her stand out, make her, her most comfortable. Cows. You know, it's coconut cows. Sorry, so sorry. Um, Coconut cows and say that, you know what? I want to, I want to see, I mean, I would do that if I'm somebody who's the designer or whatever, and I want to do extensive work and make sure my work shines on her and her work shines while she's in my work. And she's as her most comfortable. Like you can't just say, okay, because it's her, let me put on in something that I know Bonang would wear or whatever. So obviously do your research. When she comes there, you've got plenty of options with things that you know are your best work, but you know, will look good on her. When I get there, you don't even have anything for me, my size. What is it? What is it? Just on that, that, besides the, the alleged na- uh, name calling and the bashing, like, but what are, what are you saying? Like, why am I what even here? That? Why did I even waste my petrol? Like, it's so unprofessional. It's a hundred percent unprofessional. Whether he did the alleged, we are in a panorama, and you exactly. still don't have just like you can't waste anyone's time in a pandemic. You exactly. Know? Isn't even a girl only booked and busy as coconut kills, darling? Please. Focus. <laughs> oh, this girl is on her way to the top. She's well on her way. She really is. You know, then now you're gonna waste she her really time is. and say, "Yeah, I don't have clothes for you." That is very unprofessional. It is extremely unprofessional. Let alone the body shaming. Just yeah. Strike number one. Um, this is a big TV production. Even if they sent it the day before, you said you you've got something. You better make sure you have something. And I yeah. wanted to say, Guti, how much does it cost? You don't need to guesstimate. How much does it cost? If you are, if I'm working on a show and I'm told to come to your room, to to your workshop, um, to your showroom is what I wanted mm. to say. And mm. I cannot be offended when you call me and you say to me, "What's your size?" Mm. That that shan't mm. offend me. So mm. I get you saying, oh, go to some people, so they can see things and um, they can measure with just a thumb and a picture of someone and a banana if you're going to push it there. But um, it, you don't really need to take it that far. You can honestly say to production, give me their number so I can contact them and get their size. Oh, you have no, their size? No, okay, everything was there sizes. before. Yes, everything's there. Like you're saying, with the agency, whatever. When they hired... um, uh, thick, uh, No, not thickly on. Why do you say that? When, when they hire uh, Coconut Cows... Thickly on? People are just not going to want to show. Because no, but we just spoke about her. <laughs> and we're talking about okay, a, a okay, conversation okay. and a topic Thickly on is passionate about. Okay. Bang, yes, bang, bang. Yes. So, um, <laughs> Coconut Cows are like... 
for me, like, Bongani, this thing doesn't even need, what I'm saying is somebody who, who's diligent, who's going an extra mile, going on social media, trying to study the person. That's what I would do because I want my work to look good and that person to be at their comfortable self. But the, the agents, the company won't call, SBC3 won't call and say, hey, we hired Bongani. Ish, by the way, do your own research, call them and say, no, when they hired you, they had all the information from the agents or for your manager or from whatever. Those are the people they liaise with. When they come, they give you a paper and say, this is the person. Here's the information, the shoe size, yeah. everything. Well, now you get and said, you're shocked. I was, I'm professional. Sorry. It's inexcusable. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so after um, Thickly, not th- now you've got me saying Thickly on <laughs> After uh, Coconut Cows posted what her, her, her traumatic experience was, um, Kitera took to social media to share his side of the story in Zanti. You need to brace yourself. Bunza, get ready for this. Good luck trying to translate and figure out what he's saying. Um, but this is him basically explaining what happened in the store. And, uh, this, is what I'm say- this is what I'm saying to you. Uh, make your own decision based <laughs> on what you believe in. But this is no statement I'm writing. I'm not apologizing for nothing because I didn't have a conversation with her. It was, really? I, I'd never called her fat. So if you insinuate that, uh, you know, this is what I said, that's great. But we will have facts in the morning. Mm. You know what I mean? I will not have a call or anybody else calling me uh, you know, about uh, a fact that it wasn't actually... That is fiction. nothing to do with everything else. And actually, I never... My mother's there. And how cold can you be? Mm. You are, listen, I'm live right now. 2.41. You've been sleeping. I'm just waking up because... No, the camera's not okay because I, mean, I fucking don't want everybody to fucking see me and see my house. <laughs> yeah, of course he's lying. I mean, you fucking, are you serious? She's lying in terms of me and my character. I'm saying that's defamation, okay? Exactly. Number one. Number two is nothing was intended. And let me tell you nothing was intended. The, the stylist and wardrobe manager was present at the time. There was no way. I could belittle any. Listen, her mother just lost her husband. Why would I be so insistent to any woman? Bongani. <clears throat> yeah. I hate sick. Everybody has a. Is a, is a <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because now, everybody. Yeah. That's Wait, basically what he had to say. Sir, I've got a, a few things to ask. Respectfully, like. Is this person sober? Is this how they talk? I'm just trying to find out. A lot of people were saying that he did seem intoxicated. Mm, he, and, a, and he said, a, and he said, yeah. No, no, no. Or and he said, he said, oh, it's two what 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 a.m. and I just woke up and I'm just like somebody just woke up and they sound like that. Like anyway, yes. <laughs> B. Okay, so we'll say we'll say he just woke up. B, yeah. um, you know, you know, it's a thing here in South Africa. Once our uh, fashion fashion designers get mainstream, they start talking about it. Yeah, I wanted to ask. Wait, did you go study in New York or somewhere? Like, because he sounds very international. I'm not sure. I don't want to. I just wanted to say that I've studied in France. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what, Bongani? How are you breathing? How guacanko the whole time? How do you? Get twang, Bongani. Get twang. So busy. Get twang. Go hello, this guy. But listen, listen, I think 
from even if I didn't know the story before and somebody's like, yo, this person did this, 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 this to um uh, coconut cows on set. The the energy he's coming with, like it's very like spicy. Like it's mm. already like they've had mm. an encounter before mm. even this encounter. It's he's just being very unnecessarily rude. Like very I would just loud. have said, Yeah, I wouldn't I, I don't think I would if I'm just if I'm defending myself, I will Either maybe do a proper one in the daytime where everyone is awake and they can see it. I'll just do a normal video. But I don't think it's necessarily like, it sounds very bitey, like your American content when another rapper is coming for another rapper or another artist. Like, yo, you know, this person called me and they were drinking Hennessy and they drink something dramatic. Um, also, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I, his approach and the way he's, he's addressing it is very, it's like, now it's going to look like your coconut, um, uh Kels is 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 right. Me, I know yeah. I know I'm not saying who's right or wrong, but I'm just saying if after I've heard that I'll just be like, but why is he being so bitey? You know what I mean? He could have just said, No, let me have other people who are in the room address or maybe re reenact or say how the scenario went on. But I don't remember saying that. And if that's how she feels, I apologize. But I feel like we need to go I didn't say such a thing. And but oh, is the camera working? Yes, it's working. It's just don't want you guys to see my house. I'm like, oh geez. Mr. White House, <laughs> <laughs> like it's very, it's very, it's very melodramatic. I don't think, yeah, I think he could have just like you know, it doesn't have to be so bitey. I could have just be like, oh, you know, what? I don't know what she's talking about. Maybe there's miscommunication, but yeah, yeah, you know, I must agree um, with you because if you're loud like that, if you're that defensive, for me, I'm I'm side eyeing you. I'm not side eyeing the person with the story. Yeah. I'm not, it's like euphonic attempt to clean his name, saying he's mm. getting texts from the girl, and the girl's like, I didn't even text you, saying I, apologizing for shit. Like if you're that loud and you're not just standing in your truth and being like, you know what? Those who yeah. believe me, believe me. Those who don't, don't. Then I'm definitely not believing you. And I mean, all of this is alleged. We weren't there. Mm. Uh, we've only got two different sides of the story. Mm. One claiming that the body shaming did take place. The other claiming that um, there were so many people there, even managers' husbands. Why would there even be any body shaming? But the mere mm. fact that there was a lack of preparation for someone who um, honestly, honestly, honestly needed preparation for. She's on television. She needs to be a star. I'm not going to mishear things. Like, even if I mishear things, like, energy speaks a lot, you know? Mm, It's energy, yes. It's just like, also, even if it wasn't energy, like, don't come with that superstar energy. Like, you know, it's 2 a.m. I'm just doing this live. I just woke up. This thing just really pissed me off. And I'm just like, no, like, you really don't have to come with the superstar energy. You can just literally say in a professional manner or whatever. Social media is ruining us. But can we give our audience context why we're talking about the IC and speaking about um, Lesiho's scenario at... So what had happened afterwards? What had happened afterwards is that I think what this is basically how we see it. Um, Mm. Adidas got a wind of what was going on because it was on social media and they took to then send her some items um, from the Icy Park drop to Mm. further drive the message of inclusivity and letting everyone know that um, they're here for everyone and not just um, the athletes and the skinny girls and everything like that. And I think it was well-received. Lisa Khotlabi took to um, Twitter and she posted and said, what I love the most about Adidas and Ivy Park 
uh, campaigns is their inclusivity. The influencers chosen for this job and previous campaigns have a whole range of body sizes and for a sports in um in quotation marks brand that's still quite unheard of so mm. grateful to be a part of this campaign showing pictures of her on the skating rink and i think um yeah no she she it's 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 a good it's a wholesome story and it drives mm. adidas and ivy parks um values um even more the mere fact that they saw what was going on and they said you know what hey we might have not had her on our list but we need to reach out to her because she needs to see that she is seen she is um supported and we affirm her being and Mm. she is heard Mm. um we need to reach out and give her something and she literally wore that outfit on trending sa once she got the drop she wore it on trending sa nice nice the show that she needed clothing for from Kitera and he was not ready not prepared mm. he missed the opportunity but also yeah. i wanted to mention um overall with the in, in in studio shoots i also wanted to say i like the winter feel like they went winter on it like when i watched it i would imagine like when they did the shoot with all the models i was like i felt like it was cold in that studio i know it wasn't but i was like the set <laughs> the design and everything it felt like okay hot that that and i loved it yeah And one person you know, I was surprised. I will not lie to you. Mm-hmm. When when I heard that word, sorry, when I heard that word "hotonya" in Pretoria, it confused yeah. the living daylights out of me. But anyway, what did you think it <laughs> we was? We can keep it moving. <laughs> I, I honestly, I honestly thought maybe it was hot. I honestly thought the the complete opposite of what it meant. Hotisa <laughs> hotonya. Um. So also, yes. I was shocked that um. Nadia Jaffa wasn't part of the campaign because she's like one of the Adidas. I don't want to say ambassador when I don't know if it's Maybe. official, but every time there's a a press drop, yeah, Adidas, she always gets the things. And I know if it wasn't, I don't know if it was the first yes. or the second drop, yeah, um, the I I see not I see the Ivy uh, Park drop. She um had gotten the marketing. She had gotten the sets and she did a photo shoot. I remember with Rad's photography or something and i was like i wonder that's why it's so interesting to want to know and ask someone like why wouldn't like because i mean they had people who weren't necessarily ambassadors to do part of this icy park but then they do have their own adidas ambass i mean uh ambassadors but they weren't involved in the official campaign like you would want to know what what they want because i mean people who follow nadia jafta in the country i mean would would say she's a really pretty girl mm. she's funny or whatever but like why pamela not her and why not her but this person you know what i mean like it would be interesting to know things like that like why was she put on the iv1 yeah. remember when uh, beyonce dropped the um, what do you call the bicycle shorts with the blazer the black and was it gold or the brown yes yes yes, yes. and with those shoes the sharp nose she 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 got the she wasn't part of the press drop but she got it obviously as a press um kids as an influencer but she, a pr package as a as an influencer but she didn't get this one or maybe she hasn't posted with it but you know everyone posted so i i, I find it very interesting that oh some people are ambassadors but they didn't get it like i want i would want to know what they were looking for but i mean what we discussed yeah i mean not that they everything. yeah Yeah, not that they owe us an explanation. It's yeah. just very interesting, interesting to know um as people who aspire to be in the space, you know. Mm. Even the people who work behind because I mean like there must be strategies that go into place to make sure we get the emotion or the reaction we want from our audiences. This time this might work for yeah. having Bongani involved, but next time it could work for Bonza's uh, brand. You know what I mean? 
So those things are very nice. Definitely. To know. Yeah. So for you, who takes the cup? Uh, I would say coconut cows for me. I I just love the whole thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. When I, I'm sure it's nice. Pamela. Pamela. <laughs> she was stunning. She was definitely Pam stunning. Pam takes it for me. Pam takes it for me. I love that interpretation of the concrete yes. jungle feeling uh-huh. icy cold. Mm. Um. Had she been on the skating rink, I would say she takes it for me still. But you know, I, 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 I will I not think... lie to you. Coconut cows comes a very close second. Like, yes. The, like, ooh, ooh, like it's literally by a hair that I'm choosing yeah. um, Pam Pamela. right now. But because, I feel like for Pamela, uh, it works yeah. like that. Sorry, yes? No, 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 no. You can go on. I know I was just saying with what you were saying now about the, the ice or if Pamela was on ice, I feel like maybe it answers the question I was asking. The way Coconut um, Kels did it with the ice rink, it worked for her. I just can't imagine Pamela on ice looking all lifestyle on ice. And so that, that look yeah, works for also, her. You know, you know why? You know what? Actually, you bring my attention to something because it goes back to branding. Um, Pamela's known as a hustler and she's out here in the concrete jungle mm. and she's making something of herself. It's a cold, mm. it's a brutal world, it's mm. a cutthroat world, and she's making something of herself. Um, especially mm. the whole analogy of Joburg as well. You know, mm. Joburg here in South Africa is one of the places people go to make it. Mm. So um, I think it worked for her brand on that sense. Coconut Cows, on the other hand, has this brand of the snob black girl she's yes. literally a coconut she doesn't and but she she uh, she um has so much um empathy and empathizes for um white um white anxiety so much that she she because of her lifestyle of how she's grown up so mm. ice skating would be something you would expect a coconut to be very good yes, at. Be so it yes. is very on brand for mm. them and literally what you're saying is um um, just an analysis of why each of them worked where they are. If we had swapped them around, um, you could argue the same things, but they don't sit as um, well as they don't fit as softly as they do now. Um, yes. If it were a glove, you know, so mm. you actually quite on point on that um and i think maybe that's why um pam's one speaks to me so much not because i see myself as a hustler but but um, you definitely are you know as a hustler so why are you like being (laughs) modest the world almost ended last year and now you're gonna be playing modesty one thing about you you will hustle one thing about you you will pay rent okay so and and our audience must know who is in there guys one thing about me and we will move. Yes, you know what I mean? So Ubangani relates a lot <laughs> with Pamela. The... You relate a lot with Pamela because you also hustle, Ubangani. Like one thing about you, you must come out at the top and the, the, then you're going to do it. You know what I mean? So they must know that. And that's why you relate with that. Maybe I relate to coconut cows because I'm a... I'm... <laughs> you're a coconut yourself? Yes. <laughs> I just might be. <laughs> I just might. <laughs> <laughs> I just might make it. Um, that's a little inside joke there. Bongani, do you have any anything to say before we close the deep digest? Um, I'm just gonna say, Adidas, please hit me up. I promise to do as much work as coconut as coconut curls and Pam de la Creme de la Pam. Actually, everyone on this list, like we 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 have the same dedication, and we would fit perfectly with yes. the diversity of what you guys are trying to do there at Adidas. That's exactly. what we say. Plus, 
I plus I'm not talking about last time. So I'm learning Fagi as one of those yes. daughters. Yes, and you'd look so nice there with your dreadlocks and everything. But um. Oh, thanks. That's so sweet of you. Um, you're welcome. Um, thank you so much, Bongani, for being here on this segment of the Deep Digest. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into more of the show. Why are you guys shallow? Why are you I'm so used to being co-host. I'm so used to being co-host. I'm chilling. I'm just like waiting for the heads up. Punta, okay? Five, four, three, we're live. Okay, we are back on the rewind. <laughs> Check out our YouTube page, The Rewind SA, for even more content. Well, we hope you enjoyed that conversation on the Icy Park uh, trip. Um, that was a whole lot of fun. Uh, but right now we're going to get into Threaded where we're giving you some of the best advice that is out there on the internet for free on Twitter from some of our favorite marketing and content gurus. And this week's one is coming from Joe Human and it's all about branding and he's given us 21 lessons. Punta, grab your pen and pencil, 21 lessons that branding requires. No? Wait, interesting fact Yes. about Joe Human. I literally take the yeah. pen and uh, pen and paper out and like study his threads. Like I literally really? sit and like try to understand and digest and apply. You know, I had stopped. I mean, I stopped. Like I won't lie in March, I did stop. But like all of Feb, like that's what I'll do. Every day at one o'clock, sit on his threads. If this one applies and I feel like, oh, I'm interested in this, then I'll sit down and make notes. So I literally... Oh, but the robots are in. Is this an interesting fact about Joe Human or an interesting fact about Bonatti? No, no, no. Listen, when you said grab your pen and papers, I was like, oh, interesting <laughs> fact. I do that already. <laughs> so sorry. If it's oh well, it's an interesting fact that you know Joe Human is actually very informative mm. and he shares information. I definitely love that about him. Like he doesn't like keep his success to himself. He really wants us all to grow and he wants us informed. So Yeah, anyway, okay, yeah. Anyways, anyways. So he says branding requires three things, strategy, consistency, and actions. Here are 21 things to remember to have a kick-ass brand this year. Number one, your logo is not your brand. How, I mean, I've mistaken that so many times. Mm. (laughs) You think once you've got a logo, you know? Mm. Number two, cheap design is expensive. Number three, business is about sales. Branding is about community and connections. That's very important. Mm -hmm. Four, have an easy, easy to remember name. Easy to remember and memorable name, excuse me. Number five, build a strategy. Winging it lasts a short while. Number six, personify your brand. People buy into people. Mm. Number seven, focus on how and why you do things, not what you do. Number eight, have a brand promise. It's the emotive connecting between you and your customers. Number nine, define your target. Number 10, define your messaging. Number 11, niching your brand (laughs) is a good thing. Number 12, your cousin's daughter who just learned Canva isn't the right person to design your brand. Number 13, (laughs) keep it simple. Number 14, your voice needs to reflect your personality. Number 15, always (laughs) share your core values. 
It connects people. Number 16, having an untrained team is a cost. Number 17, less marketing, more brand experience. Number 18, customer feedback inspires growth. Number 19, remain consistent. Number 20, don't do it yourself. You're far too valuable to get this wrong. And number 21, pinned tweet for more insights and resources. Go check him out at Joe underscore human. Lots of nuggets there, Punta. What do you think? Yeah, I know. I mean, I felt like chills down my spine. I know that's dramatic, but I was just like, you know what? Like this person is giving us the blueprint. And we're still not applying ourselves. So, I mean, I I, I love all the notes. Everything you put there is like, mm. but you know what? Also, one thing about Canva, you must abuse it until you get to a point where you can hire someone. Please. <laughs> To abuse it for you. Yeah, no, abuse it, Charlie. Please, that one, I won't even like abuse Canva. Ah, because not everyone can afford, hey? Are you sure that those spines you got down your back went from the voiceover artists? <laughs> no, you shut it down. I was like, if people are listening to this one, they're like, hey, 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 that one, I know. He, 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 he hit it from the back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought of that after I had said it. <laughs> Back shots, back shots, back shots. <laughs> Woo, no, that was, you really shut it down. I like it. Like, I'm, I, I was about to text you. I'm like, are you going to mention all 21 of them? <laughs> but the way you did it, I was like, you yes. know what? Talent is in this room. Punsa, <laughs> uh, you are good for my ego. I need to have a cup of you every morning. Let's leave it there and let's get into some more word on the street. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Well, welcome back to my YouTube channel. YouTube channel. Word on the street. Here we go again. Word on the street. What is the craziest thing you've had to do during the pandemic for tech appointments? Um, I think at that time we were in level three, so we were allowed to travel. But my parents and my boyfriend's parents were still working from home. Mm-hmm. So we weren't able to necessarily see each other. So I had to... I think tell my parents yes i had to tell my parents that i had a face-to-face lecture on ah. my campus because ah. my campus was open at the time um i had a face-to-face lecture on my campus and i had to go because it was exam preparation like it was just very essential <laughs> knowing very well for me i'm gonna go to my boyfriend's house so when i got to his house obviously i can't go in and we can't do the deed there because his parents are home, so we had to have sex in his dad's car <gasps> that was parked in the garage. So we had to make sure the garage door was locked. No. The car, like we were literally in the dark because we couldn't switch on the lights because now they'd be like, oh, why is the garage lights, lights on. on or whatever? But I think that's the craziest thing I've had to do, have sex in my partner's parents' car while it was in the garage. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. That is so interesting. <laughs> That is a story. This is why I love Word on the Street. I love those stories, man. Damn. <laughs> and it's hectic because, I mean, I, I know all these people personally. I'm like, oh, juicy, juicy. <laughs> juicy, juicy, juicy. Did you tell them they could stay anonymous because no one is mentioning their name? No, no one. I don't, I don't think they cared because no one said, oh, please don't mention my name. But, like, I mean, I'll keep it for the privacy of the people. So you're in your partner's dad's car in a garage in the middle of the night. The lights are off. No, no, in the daytime. You cannot. Was it in the day? Yeah. So remember, he, she told her parents that she's going to campus. 
So it's like a normal school hours. Oh, yes. The parents For are working from lecture, home. So it has to be daytime. Yes. So the parents of the guy are home. And then they just like snuck out and went to the garage and had did the deed. How risky is that? My dad could walk in any moment. That is fucking risky. Oh. That is fucking But isn't risky. that the beauty of it, though? If we're being honest. also, like... Uh, did they leave the windows open? Like, how often does that car get used? Because I'm sure when that dad got into that car, he was just like, mm. ah, no, no, no. You know, a boy, you, like, you know, guys are slick. So you guys, you know, you like, you will just wipe the car. Go, no car <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so scared. Like, I think I'd see my mother. Like, I wouldn't do anything that crazy. No, I wouldn't do anything that crazy myself. <laughs> I would not do anything that crazy. We are boring. That's why we need yeah. uh word on the street people to like give us light because how can we not think of anything like that? A plan had to be made. That's why we need friends friends like this who can introduce us to how you make a plan. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Uh, okay, we'll hear from the last one before the show ends then. Come on! Word on the street. Here we go again. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the rewind underscore essay. And send an email to the rewind essay at gmail.com. You guys are. Yeah. Yeah. You're it. It, it, it. I'm so enjoying this podcast. All right. You have been beautifully, authentically, with passion. Hey, there, Tuna. Hey, oh, oh my gosh, this is exciting news. It's been a wonderful year. Honestly, you've been my favorite virtual friend, specifically in the podcast world. You guys are shady. shady. I'm honestly, honestly excited for more. I'm here for it. Keep going. It's really gonna grow. I believe in this. What, what, what do they call themselves? Prince and B Tenacity. Congratulations, beautifuls. Welcome to it. You're listening to Mzanti Recap on The Rewind, your favorite, favorite, favorite podcast with your favorite, favorite, favorite virtual friends. On this segment, we speak about what's happening in South Africa, the latest in the past week, the ups and the downs. And this weekend has been a whole lot of down, Punza. What do you think? Oh, my God. Like, like I said earlier, I was just like, you know what? Like, I, I feel like we need a sign. I need, we need to know if we must just, you know, let go and let God in a sense he must let us know is he coming next week is the when is the when is revelation coming to life you know what I mean I want to know if he's coming so I know that you're not God for my last days because you know what I mean because I don't understand what's happening this this weekend was just so miserable and I can't imagine what the the the, the relative working families that were affected directly were feeling if we were feeling so heavy and I was just like, this is so unfair. This is also sad. And I don't know. I mean, obviously, because I'm like a Christian and in the Bible and everything is just relating to revelation. And I'm like, what it do, baby? I'm like, Jesus, well, also, you can't come back until I make it, make it. You know what I mean? Like, I need to, you know, yeah, like, see myself, like, you know, feel like, you know, that I did it there on earth. I don't know. Like, it, yeah. is, it is really so sad. And I didn't know, like, how I'm, bad I'm, the internet can affect you. Like, I didn't know. Yeah. It could, you know how it can make you laugh? 
and make you so angry but like this time yeah. like it really weighed me down i felt so sad i felt so triggered i felt like oh my goodness also weirdly i felt like wow i really am not alone with some things cuz sometimes for the longest time with how everyone looks like they've got it together on the internet for the first time i felt like you know like i mean not in like a in a ugly negative way i hope oh it's good that we're like this but like it's it's easy to just feel like a victim vic- be a victim in your situation yeah. but now when you see all the things that are happening you're just like you know what we're all in this place and something has to be done bit by prayer or whatever you feel you got to do but like it's i won't lie like yeah hey, i was sad this weekend sad sad i you know i definitely agree with you um first of which finding out that dr cindy has passed away shook the whole country i mean this was a health activist that everyone in zanzi loved everyone mm. in zanzi loved and to wake up on saturday morning to find out that she has passed away how, how did you find out first i remember i was on instagram and i saw simpue dana post her picture and i'm like what no and i went straight to twitter where i met dr cindy because we mm. all met dr cindy on twitter and i went to go google and there it is as broad and as bright as daylight i just couldn't believe it yeah i i, I think i saw it on twitter and i was like oh my god oh yeah my god. so for those of you who might be a little bit in the dark dr cindy is a loved personality on Yo. the social media streets she is a doctor um a health professional as her, her the title suggests and she's known for giving a lot of free advice health advice on social media and if you think mm. about how difficult it is for some people to get access to health information or healthcare services quality mm. um what she was doing was honestly um god sent it was unbelievably yes. um i nearly said cute it was unbelievably gracious like from the bottom of the heart she was trying to help out as many people as she could you know yes and it was lovely reading all these stories about how she affected people so positively i was just like wow like i've never really experienced like on twitter where someone had passed away and everyone had a testimony a story about how she's helped them in the healthcare people not having medical aid her taking her time out to help people I like just like spreading her energy even if she met you at an event helping young entrepreneurs you know like everything all the stories I've been reading I was like wow I'm so jealous that I've never had like that kind of personal relationship with her but it was so beautiful to have known her for me in depth through people's stories and I was like you know what she really did make an impact on a lot of people's lives so yeah yeah so great yeah, loss no that is that is v- That is very true. That is a great loss. I've got a tweet here from Tula Cindy saying, "You will be sorely missed. You were a good person through and through, Cindy. Mm. A life wonderfully lived, touched so many people. Condolences to the family. You exuded love and were loved in return. Rest in peace." I think what was so difficult is a lot of people if you have followed um Dr. Cindy online, you would have found out that um her mom passed away when she was very young and mm. she's missed her mom for so long and now knowing that she's a mother of two um barely barely teenagers um someone over here at the vixen underscore dumi says i can only imagine how badly dr cindy wanted to survive for her babies mm. she always shared about how painful losing her mother was for her till this day yo mm. and you know when i read that um i had to swallow like a, a huge gulp because that landed and hit a little harder you know Mm-mm-mm. but i love that people on there's a guy who suggested that somebody compiles 
um, all these amazing things and stories that people have shared on the internet for the children when they're old enough to obviously now maybe obviously it's like you know sometimes when you're young you just see your mother as your mother but you don't know what impact they make uh, in the community or in the country so someone thought you know what compiling these tweets either like in a thread form or to, um, in a book you know when the kids are grown to know like how much the mother was loved and how much she really did make a difference while she was still around so that would be really nice yeah yeah that, so yeah that 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 that's yeah the rest in peace to dr cindy um yes. we all really 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 uh, um appreciate uh, everything she did um we we also like we also during the weekend uh found out about the news of nearly and i was like for me that was so hurtful I was just like, this is oh, just so, yes. that, that broke my really heart, hurtful. man. I was just like, you know, sometimes when you're like so excited to see other um, black people thrive and like her life starting and like, I mean, I didn't even imagine like, oh my goodness, AKA will get married now on to who, but when she met her and he was in love and they were just like doing their thing and living their best lives. And when you wake up and find this, I even thought like, um, when the news came out, I was like, oh, no, man, that can't be true. And also, like, people were quite mm. upset with that Barry Lou account for releasing the news before I would imagine. Well, the, the, the tweet suggested that the, um, the families weren't informed. So clearly, he's got a very serious source um, to release such news that weren't released by the Forbes or, I mean, by the Forbes family or the Tembe family, you know, like, so people were quite mm. upset and it's, it's very insensitive because you never know where the family members are and then he just drops news and pictures of, oh, this is what happened. Mm. So, um, I mean, mm. it was triggering in a sense, Yahorim. Um, it, it's so sad how a lot of people don't understand depression uh, because the feeling is always... Um, described as something that's like so somber, but like people don't know depression is not bad. Like I, I, you know, it's not like always like so, ooh, you know, in in my feels and I'm sad and you have to see me physically. I mean, people do get to that level where you can see it physically, and there's some people who really cope well in public, but you never yeah. know what goes down behind the closed doors. But I was just like, wow, this is so tragic. Like. I mean, because I mean, from the outside, as someone who is like looking for success or wanting to achieve certain things, you you look at like, wow, her life was amazing. From outside, like, I mean, yes. you know, you're dating a successful rapper and you get to just wake up and do whatever the hell you want every day. That's my dream. That's amazing. Like, I get to, you know, just be um in a I'm from the outside seeing it as a comfortable, happy life. But you know, yes. clearly there were deeper but, issues. You know, I saw. Mm. I saw someone on social media say, um, let's not make happiness a barometer of, um, what you call this, of depression. Um, because a lot of people take these moments that they see on social media where someone's happy and they mm. think, oh, that's, that's how they are 24-7. When mm. really that's not how they are. Ah, you know, and yeah. you don't know what happens when those cameras switch off. Not to say that um um Abantu buy a fake, but like honestly, you might have just caught me at a happy moment. Mm. And when I go to the bathroom, when I get up from this table where we've got drinks and it's nice and siasega, and I go to the bathroom, you, do you know how quick it takes the brain to just switch from one thought switch to off. another? One thing can and literally trigger you and your whole mood is off. Like really yes. off. And people don't counter that if I'm doing a, a, a reel or a snap, <laughs> it's literally 15 seconds of my whole 24 hours. And in that 24 hours, the minutes and the seconds, there is so much that could happen. So if I'm saying I'm glowing or I'm saying I'm doing this, that doesn't really 
um, capture the or the whole thing that's happening in my life or that present moment. So we really can't exactly. No, um, yeah, I think also, I mean, it's quite strange because now there are reports saying the poor girl was found naked when she committed suicide, which I think, um, it it goes back to that whole, um, why just leave the family to release details? Why, like, I don't know. It's just it just puts me a bit off, um, to to know such detail, um, but also. I guess that's 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 news. That's what people do with the news. They find out details and they try to be the first one to break it, you know? Uh, with Kana Kimang Fo releasing the news, it was also very, like, bittersweet because, I mean, we're always excited when he's giving us um, barking, uh, like, entertainment news in, in general. Like, oh, my God, yeah, Mama got a job and whatever. Yes. But, like, people were really upset with him. But I would say, like, what I appreciated with it because he is a reliable source People wanted to confirm if this is true. And he only had done it when the family had given the word and the statement from the family. And he was like, guys, you need to understand yes. this wasn't easy. But I, I, am, I am giving you a, a letter straight from uh, Forbes family and is a Tempe family. And this is the statement. Here yes. it is. It wasn't like, you know, it's just like it's confirmed. This is this, this, this. You know, obviously, like as the people, the audience fans and people wanting to know if this thing that Berry Lou obviously just, you know, felt like he just had it had to just vomit out you know without even considering all the other parties so it was also it's a very difficult one even feeling like we we can discuss it but like i mean um well i hope i really hope that god gives the families strength and yeah i mean um a lot of people always feel like they've got some opinion to add on this but i think mm. we just need to pray that the family gets strength um uh, those of you who need help, go and get that help that you need. Mm, um, don't don't be worried about what people are gonna say, how people are gonna say it, or anything like mm. that. You know, um, yeah. just go. Mental mental health is a serious thing, and just because the people around you don't understand it, doesn't mean you need to um, relax in not looking for solutions to help you break mm. out of um, a potential episode that could occur. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Due to such a thing, you know. Mm, 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 definitely. Hey, yeah, Hey. Yeah. Yeah. This is very sad. Um. Mm -mm. So, Entlembali seems to be experiencing some levels of gender-based violence from allegedly black coffee, who happened to allegedly gay crash her party and was quite abusive to her when she was celebrating her 33rd birthday quite recently in mm. Santon. Um, it is said, allegedly, that uh, Black Coffee entered and he um, was very rough and he manhandled her and he, he was just like, he was honestly raining on her parade and she went to go open a case. And now there seems to be people who believe some who don't. And this is the case all the time in South Africa. Mm. There's those who believe and there's those who don't. Um, I'm only saying allegedly because we're trying not to get into trouble here. Yes, we yes, know yes. our stance here on this mm. podcast when it comes to gender-based violence and issues like that. Mm. 
I don't know. It's just very disappointing. You know, I thought he would leave the woman alone. You know, I thought mm. and Batlaukhani in a good terms, but understand that okay, yes. so to hear this, I'm just very disappointed in black coffee. Mm. Extremely disappointed because I didn't think he was one of those bitter exes who would rock up at your party and cause a scene. Yeah, I mean sometimes some people also want to gain control generally. So like I, I, I can cheat on you, get you miserable, have you look like an idiot, idiot in the media because I'm so successful. And when I pick up my life, you can't stand it. You really are, honestly can't stand it. Then yeah. you feel like, you know what? I want to bring her down again. Like she can't be as happy. Like, but you're the one who decided to leave. You're the one who decided that, you know what? Um, I'm going to get some new whatever in America. And so now you need to come back and just like make my life even more like talk. Because you cheated on me and everything was so public. Now you just want to, you know, I mean, I feel like some, I don't know, black coffee. I don't know, you know, but like from reading all these things, it just looks like, I don't know. It's almost like uh, controlling or wanting to just gain control because it's like almost like, I mean, if I were in her mm. shoes, I would ask the question, are you not tired? Like, honestly, like, are you not tired of putting me through or humiliating me? Because, I mean, I'm not the one who started mm. off this um, cheating. I was yeah. there. I was faithful. I had loved you. I was always by your side. And then exactly now I must always, why must I go through this? Why do you want to come to my party? We're not partners. We're amicable. We're raising our boys. But I don't think that was necessary. Whether even in that sense, even if he wasn't as aggressive, don't great, great crush my party. You're not, you're not, you're no longer like my happy memories. You're like literally. I don't look at you. I mean, I look at you and I'm so happy that I have the children. But I also look at you like, I mean, you really, I mean, I so hate that the part of being a celebrity is that I have to be publicly humiliated and I can't really go through things. You can't go through things privately. Like, so I feel like it's also, she's been, besides physically, like allegedly physically abused or, you know, but like it's humiliation. It's just all these things that have to happen you know, you have to face them and everything must always be like, feel like it's an activism just because you want to dis- divorce your partner or this or that. So, I mean, I fully stand mm. with her and like, it's really not nice. Yeah, though. yeah, mm. it really, it really isn't nice. Especially like you're saying, when you're trying to move on and you've got this person who is always trying to bring out the worst in you, mm. um, unprovoked, unprovoked. We will say unprovoked. Yeah, mm-hmm. not we will say unprovoked, like just, and provoked, you mm. know. Whew, hi, that's yeah, really sad. Yeah, and we're so tired of quite... like uh, another day in South Africa. That is so annoying because no, it shouldn't be like this. Oh, yeah, because now we've we're hearing about another injustice. Um, mm-hmm. Justice for Lufuno. Yes, justice for Lufuno. Um, she was being bullied, uh, bullied at school, sorry. Um, and she was trying to explain herself. So there's a video trending where she's like a group of girls had cornered her. And then she is trying to explain herself for whatever had happened before then. And then one girl was trying to ask a question. And then there's another girl. Um, I think, let me see. I don't know what her name is. Um, she just didn't, she didn't even, she didn't even care. She didn't get there and, and exp- like she just hit Lufuno. She hit her so bad. Like, Hectic. Yeah, she just slapped her, slapped her, slapped her. She was so humiliated. People in the background are laughing. Kids are laughing. Like, it's just so chaotic. And and then now everyone on Twitter, I mean, the people in the community are saying that they're going to strike. 
they're going to go a strike um, uh, for parking this parking for the kids. So the current situation in Biliwe Secondary School and the People's Want Justice for Lufuno. And I'm just like, yes. in the video, Bongani, you can hear the kids laughing and whatever. Um, and I'm sure there are kids who are open with their parents at home about things that happen, blah, 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 blah. But I don't understand why things have to be so, they need to get to the end for people to see that, you know, something is problematic. But also, but also people, like people, people are that way because they come from that. Some people really come from homes where they, they given, like they are slapped and now, not saying that abuse but like, you can just see it in some people where hey, but I'm going to go check it out. Um, I really do think we should stand behind it. What Whatever we need to do, it's country duty now. We need to stand behind those that are being abused and, and fight for them as well. Rest in peace to Lofono. That's very sad. Um, we're with her family as well. That's if your child is a child that goes and beats up other kids at school so badly that they even go commit suicide. I don't think beating your child up is the solution there. You need to look at your child and then you also need to look at yourself. For those of you who need to know, remember that there's always help out there. Contact the South African Depression and Anxiety Group on 0800-567-567. Today's topic for deep dive is a bit interesting because negative consequences where the peoples are doing things that caused them to also potentially commit suicide and depression. We're talking about cancel culture and we're talking about cancel culture in South Africa. So don't move your seats, stay where you are, whatever you're doing. If you are in the car, if you're washing your groceries, I would say washing your groceries, because that's what we do right now under COVID. But whatever you're doing, make sure make sure you're about to do it for a long time because this next topic is very interesting and um, it's definitely worth um, making sure you're comfortable for, you know? So let's get into it. It's the deep dive right here on Zansi Recap. You're listening to The Rewind. So for this episode of Deep Dive right here on um, the Zansi recap we're talking about cancel culture in south africa um this is quite an interesting one since i mean last time we were just last week's episode it deep dive and i was just like things this time we are going in and this is we're changing um the the this podcast we're changing how we give it to you and we're changing the content on here and we want to speak about some of the things phenomenons that are taking place in pop culture here not only in south africa but all over the world and one of which is cancel culture now Cancel culture, if you don't know, usually takes place on social media. And it's all about um, withdrawing support for certain public figures or companies after they've, de- after they've done or said something that is seen to be offensive. Um, it's generally discussed as being performed on social media. And it's, the, it's something as seen as group shaming of someone. Um, and it's quite interesting because it, it did come out to start um, in terms of trying to hold people accountable, um, but it's twisted. And that's what we're going to be unpacking today. And we're going to be looking at how does it work in South Africa and if it's effective in South Africa, you know? Mm, mm, That is actually, like, I mean, now I'm obviously still in the vibes of, like, the articles I've read about those whole cancel culture movements. And I actually didn't think about how, like, you're mentioning now that it was, initially when it was started, it was to people, uh, it's to hold people accountable. 
but now it's completely exactly. taken a different turn. Yeah. So the New York Times puts it and says cancellation properly understood refers to an attack on someone's employment and reputation by a determined collective of critics based on an opinion or an action that is alleged to be disgraceful and disqualifying. Um, so it's it's one thing about it is that it's really used to deplatform people. Mm. Um, where where structural change we can't reach structural change, so we're just gonna go for something the low hanging fruit and get someone off taken off radio, get someone taken off air, get someone. But usually it's coming from um, would you, like a, a place of good because um, it's the things that are being cancelled are people with misogynistic views, mm. are people who are sexist, are people with homophobic views, are people who are transphobic. People are usually calling out those people and um, cancelling them. And you've usually seen it. You've seen it on social media. I, I definitely when, um, did. They put uh. hashtag, um, what you call this, um, whoever, whoever is cancelled. Like when Taylor Swift said Kanye West didn't call her mm. and they were putting hashtag Taylor Swift is cancelled. That is basically cancel culture. Now in the country we had Kanakimang, the podcast guy. Um, but okay i want to like go yes. in from a like maybe let's say the perspective of i'm so sorry um okay no sorry continue no 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 oh no i i i want to say like you know how um now you're saying yes it's coming initially i think maybe it came from a a good place but i feel like it's also so hard to be able uh, to be on par with everything i can't be on par 100% with my um my knowledge on maybe the queer community and still be on par with religion and tradition and be that i feel like if they were initially coming even when i was looking at mcg's thing yes it was completely mm. wrong and everything mm. but i feel like why don't we use platforms to educate like i'm just saying we don't even look back like um at like where he comes from with his career and how he's always had this tongue yes. like fat joe or whatever and what he's made for himself and what he's doing for himself as an independent. He even said, like, Lena, during the lockdown, he was hiring some uh, a lot of people, you know, employing black people. I'm not saying I agree with him, but when he was fighting back and giving his statement, he's saying, when good is being done, when he's doing the good work, he's doing the Lord's work, he's doing everything by the book, one mistake. Literally, black Twitter or Twitter in general will wait for you to do one mistake for them to ruin you completely. If it were up to Black Twitter, it would have been something like, we need to have him removed. We need to have that podcast off. He doesn't deserve any whatever. And I'm just saying, yeah. why can't we educate? Because if I'm coming and I'm saying this thing or maybe something very ignorant, I'm probably coming from a place of, of ignorance or a place of not knowing or just all those things. You know, some people, we all come from Bong and it could be informative and I just speak my mind and whatever. And that doesn't mean I'm always right. But like, I just yes. feel like it it, it, it really, uh, black culture and cancelling people comes from, it really does, it, it, for me, I struggle with that part. I struggle with the fact that we, we're not willing to give people grace. Actually, no, no, we are willing to uh, give people grace. We just choose who we want to give grace to. AKA, stays you misbehaving. Know. Bonang did what she did. There's a lot of people who messed up, but there's people who are like, you know what, we're going to give this person grace. And then there's people who are like, you know what, this person has to be completely... Uh, cut off and we're also like messing with people's bread people's livelihoods i don't know like 
It's it's just a difficult you know, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a difficult one. And I want to touch on your first fact um, that you speak about in terms of educating people. Because mm. there is this conversation about the difference between cancel culture and call-out culture. Mm. Where cancel culture aims to de-platform you and uh, strip you of everything that is you. Strip you of your job title. Strip you of your reputation. Yes. Strip you of whatever morals you tend to have. Call-out culture takes it from a place of we all fucking mess up and so we all need to be educated on what's the right thing to do, what's the right thing to say. The Mm. two in themselves um, are are different in that the one believes that you have redemption and the other believes that you deserve to be cancelled and put in a corner Mm. and we hide you at the back and we don't see you, we don't hear from you and that's that from you and, and that's it. And that's the difference that we need to recognize between the two and we need to know when is it appropriate to use which, you know? Mm, Call out mm. can be for when someone does something the one time and it's a mistake and we say, hey, 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 see, we need to learn from it. And they ask if we that out. That's true. I, I yeah. think when, when it becomes cancel culture is when we when we have warned someone yeah. over and over. When mm. we have warned a company mm. over and over that we, we're not appreciating this. We're not, Fix this. We're not seeing us and you're not mm. fixing what we're saying to you. Mm. Then mm. I say, okay, cool. I think you're in a cancel culture. Get sit together and cancel you. Or that company. But the difference comes in that we tend to just call out these big structures um, that um, we can't change, these big, big um, um, institutions that we can't change. And then we cancel the, 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 the lone man trying the individual, to himself yes. and he makes mm. an, a mistake yeah. and we cancel them. Mm. Instead of trying to cancel the institutions that have all of that, put up racism and they put up patriarchy and they, these are institutions that support all of these things. Mm. They don't outright say we support it, but in their longevity, in their practices, their values, they stand for these things, mm. you know? Mm. You, you wanted to say something. Mm. I wanted to say like when I was reading an article and it's like um, then there was a, a, a line here and it said can a person do good things and think wrong things and how how do we evolve in if evolve if this cannot be acknowledged we know also like sometimes exactly. how we have moments of weakness just in general because I'm a human and sometimes mm. cancel culture doesn't even fall under those you know how we 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 said if you fall, you know, you 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 are informed with the LGBT community religion and all those things sometimes it could just mm. be an outburst of just maybe sometimes I just happen to be at an event with someone and I'm having a bad day and this person has been pushing my buttons and just that day I'm just like you know what shut up you bitch and then from that yeah. They can twist that whole scenario into being that, oh, you're so unlawful, you're so low class, mm. you're against women and whatever. And, you know, have that story build up and be believable and then make you like this. Because like, it, it, it makes you feel like you can't be human. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, it's almost exactly. like we, can't, we can't be human. We need to be rigid in a sense. If this is what's happening, yes, we have to follow this, this, this norm, this exactly. rule. Yeah. It does feel nice to be someone who's not important on social media because of that. You just feel like, oh, even in your little corner, if you say whatever, no one gives mm -hmm. a damn. But once you get Mm -hmm. to a point where you're something, it's like they want to ruin you. 
I don't know why you exactly. have to be big enough. It could be the same people who followed you when you were uh, on a lower scale, who listened to the rewind. But when you're like, oh my goodness, this seems like a good thing. One wrong thing that was said by Ponza is like, yeah, Ponza is really this, this, this. So I feel like this is yeah. if we do it in yeah, an order of yeah. like what you're saying, if we call people out for the things they do, and if they don't continue like and acknowledging and knowing, like how many times, I mean, there's people also don't care. Like, also, I don't understand why those people aren't cancelled. Like, exactly. there's people like Fat Joe. Fat Joe can do whatever <laughs> the hell he wants. I don't mean to laugh. One thing about yes, him, yes. he's going to be hired. He's going to get a job. And then three months, six months, mm-hmm. six years down the line, he's going to say one thing. It's, and he's going to lose his job and he's going to get another job. You know, he doesn't mind. It's like Piers Morgan. It's like Piers Morgan. Uh-huh. I was speaking to Zama and I'm thinking, and I'm like to her, so now that he's left Good Morning Britain, like, do you think he's going to, and she's just like, it's a machine. Like, the, it's, 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 it's not coincidental that the day he leaves, the day he storms off is the day he has the highest ratings he's had mm. ever since he's been on that show. Mm. And someone, these, these producers and um, these people behind these shows and these television stations and stuff, they, they won't say that they want the person purely for numbers and they know that their mouth is going to get them numbers. They they're gonna make it seem as though oh we just it's a redemption story this mm. person um or we're, we're helping them build themselves back up and stuff like that but they know deep down you know what this person if they say a few things we either a might get into trouble or b we might just get a lot of listeners and a lot of yeah. numbers which is good for our advertising which is good for money yeah and what you were saying earlier on about um you know call out culture being um. And it, it's 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 much more smaller than uh, cancel culture. Yeah, you are calling out people. You are calling out people you know, people your friend, your mom, your dad. Mm. They said something once problematic, and you say your to them, friends, uh, uh, listen, yeah, uh. I, I, they they don't appreciate when you call them that. They don't. Yeah. Um, um, you need to change your That's mindset when speak. it comes to uh. this. That's not how we speak. That's not how we refer to those people in this time, you know? Mm, mm, um, mm, that's mm. call-out culture. But then with cancel culture, there's this need to just pile on and pile on and pile on. And it makes it seem as though this person um, can't be taught to change. Mm. All they need to do is pun- is be punished. Mm. What you were saying earlier on that these... Um, uh, because obviously we're getting into the conversation of who's doing the cancelling and it's us on our phones, on the internet, with our fingers. But yes, what's scary is yes. that we are cowards because we don't have the power to bring down a Unilever, but we have the power to say we want to take down someone like McG. Then we're yes. going to be the same people who are saying, oh, let's do a blackout on Instagram. Oh, let's be for, like, you know, it's Black Month. Let's support Black people. And then still be the people who say, in daughter must have a job. In daughter must have a house. In daughter must be this. And those and daughters are who must have all those things are black men who had to go thrive for themselves because they don't have trust funds. They had to go hustle for themselves. So everything is just like so confusing. And you know, for me, I've learned a lot from all these things that are happening. I definitely not do not encourage. We do not encourage what Meg G said and whatever. But like I'm just no, saying, we need not. to have a little bit of grace for people i think that's what i'm learning for myself in general we need to give people grace like we we really can't do this like everything like you you're saying now every person individual aka says something we're like mad ing, ing. but it is 
it is Unilever must do whatever. It's a, it's a big company. We're the reason. Like, we are black people. We, we consume all these things. They make these black products and whatever. And then why don't we just say, okay, we're going to support just this black business on Twitter or this business on Twitter and we're literally shutting down. Uh, we're not going to clicks anymore completely because of what, 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 what. But we don't. We don't want to, no, we're like, oh, whatever, we did it. Mara, when I come. People were so joyous when yes. um, Studio 88 canceled uh, uh, Mac G. Sorry. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I, I, I'm not yeah, like, what, yeah, when what he happened? Lost his money is there. But I'm just against like how, like, it's like a black man or a black person can never catch a break. I am definitely not in agreement with the, the way they did it, how they handled it or whatever. But I'm just saying like, why is it, especially with that example for me, it is so profound because he is like, I know, because I mean, I follow... Um, Naledi as well, and with that um, Jin Granger or whatever, they have promoters yeah. that they've been pr- giving employment during the lockdown. They're feeding mouths pe- while people mm. are losing jobs. We're mm. not focusing on that. We're not saying, guys, let's make Granger trend. We see it every time when the podcast is there. It's the, it's the alcohol of choice. We're not saying, you guys, did you see that that Jin? That well, we don't know where it comes from, but we know they're the face. Like, why aren't we pushing that? Yeah. At the moment, the exactly. moment, it's almost like people wait for you to do something wrong. And then we're like, we're completely canceling you. And we just sit on our couches, m- mainly the population being unemployed with whatever data, five megabytes and whatever. And then we're just sitting there like, yeah, he must go out. I'm just like, guys, this is just wrong. Well, why, why do you have to come for our employment status like we choose to be unemployed? <laughs> I mean, I, it, we just need to make jokes of how shitty this country is and how every other day is just getting worse. Um, mm. but, but I'm just happy that we're all for, having business starting. Yeah, I'm sorry. For me, the one thing that you said that really struck to me is in terms of, you know, there's this moral high ground that we need to all be walking on this line and you cannot falter and you cannot fall to the side. And that is because a lot of the people who come for uh, people who want to cancel come with this moral high ground with mm. this um, greater sense of integrity. Like, mm. oh, how could you have said that? How could you have done that? And yes, there is people who are affected by that statement who are in that genuine community. But a lot of people are is, is woke allyship. People who think, I stand beside these people. I see them. How could you not see them? And they're the ones saying, we need to cancel you. We need to get your job out. Uh, we need to get you fired. Uh, How dare you say something like that? the community, I'm not saying that they are less offended, but you might find that with the community, it's less performative. They are the ones who are saying, no, we're calling you out because you need to be educated. Some mm. communities, that's not the case. Some communities are calling you out because that's wrong, but it's not their job to educate you. You need to be someone who knows that you're living in a world with 7 billion people and not everyone is going to fucking think and act and live like you do. Mm. So you need to, if tolerance is not the key, then you need to find another way to live this life or otherwise just get out go to space and live on your own and just be your own world everyone thinks like you Mm. but there's this sense of um these people who have the self-appointed guardians of political purity and that's where all of this pca talk comes in where we're watching every tweet we're watching everything we say on this podcast because we don't want to be attacked by people with moral high ground saying no how dare you say that about these people you know any any nanani and that for me ties into some of the criticism 
that you have mm. in cancel culture is that it's one of the things is that it's it's become centered on the feeling that people are are, are too keen to ruin people's lives mm. over a mistake that they either made mm. some time ago or years ago or they've recently made over a mistake full stop there are people who are just out there who are ready to ruin your life which is why i appreciated what happened when Katlejo was being cancelled. Mm. And there was that genuine discussion of, okay, though, but does he deserve to lose his job? Like, the one thing that he is being honest about, um, yes, I'm not, I'm not speaking on behalf of a cheetah mm. and praising him. I am praising the discourse that was out in society, in South African society, when certain groups of people were saying, outsurance, um, um, Expresso, look at this video, take him down. He does not deserve to be on your no, show, no, no, no. especially because our country has gender-based violence rates that are so high, etc., etc., etc. And there were other people who were saying, listen, that woman dangled his son in front of him. So the last thing he needs right now is to lose his job and be unable to provide for his mm. son because therefore the courts are going to take him away from being a father to his son. So yes, he needs to learn his lesson and public humility and shame right now is his lesson, but we can't be advocating for someone to be losing their job when we know right now his situation, he is a father, mm. you know? That is so true. And it's purely his, he would, he would only purely lose his job because he is a public figure. And I mean, you can say it comes with the territory, but how many people are out here, men and women, cheating, getting caught by their partners the Sunday night before they go to work on Monday? And they go to work on Monday. But reception, and life carries on and they come home and they deal with their home problems yes. at home. They didn't lose their jobs because they were caught cheating. Yes. You know? The issues from home don't go to HR at ho- at work. So things yes. don't go like, hey, HR, my husband cheated, so now it doesn't affect the workspace. So now who not internal investigation? Yes. Because I, we definitely don't support what, Exactly. We don't support what Katejo did, but we know he did a good job. Like, I used to look at that guy and I'm like, oh, He's really good at what he does. He's really, mm. for me, when I used to watch mm. him on Express, I was mm. like, you know what? This guy's repping the black people. Like, I am, everything about his work was so clean. And I'm just like, we're now yeah. in your personal work uh, capacity, whatever. I understand that's the part of the business and whatever. But like, I don't know. It also matter. Also, the, the, that one is a really tough one. In a sense, Yahori, yes. yes. It's put out there. So now when the brand is sticking, you know how cancel culture has also influenced brands to believe that if you're saying you're keeping this person, that that means you believe this is how it must go. And then someone's going to remove themselves from assurance and go to my way because they don't want to support people who support cheaters. You know what I mean? That's also the mindset of the yeah. people yeah. who's the audience. But yeah. I was also thinking that isn't it interesting that we're living in a time where... um okay social media has the power to give and to take but we're living in a time where remember there was a time where people who were just Mm-mm. in the industry only my lord only, only my, my lord no 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 no. i get what you mean yes i but i mean like <laughs> in this instance of cancel culture where people yes, like social yes. media has the power to be like we're gonna put bonza at the top as like she's our celebrity yes. we love her and once they're tired of you yes. and don't want you and they feel like you said something offensive they're like you know what because you know what I mean? I feel like so that's what closer. they feel they have the yeah. power. And I even wrote on my notes that they're even playing God, you know, with that, in that instance. Yes. But I also love that you're mentioning that, you know, what? if God has placed you somewhere, you're going to be, 
you're gonna stay there but like i mean also reading these articles also we can't be also so religious because when i read some article earlier on and this girl was talking about how she had to literally build herself from the bottom up because of cancel culture in south africa because she just had an opinion that was different from everyone else's so essentially in the i country, really think we should read that story as well yeah yeah. So, okay, let me just finish here where I said, um, it's interesting that we live in a time, because I remember there was a time when, I think when I was growing up, maybe I mean, that I watch something on TV and I'm like, oh, wow, this is, you know, like something would upset me and I'm like, oh, this is not the standard of this. Or, you know, something would really irritate mm. me. And mm. because people felt like they had the right, because they had the platform. For instance, like now our government or whoever is at the top, at first, people could just do things and no one has an opinion. You were just part member of the community or a, or a citizen in that country, and that's about it. Now we have the, the power to say whether Sura and them are going to change or not, but we have the power to influence one another to say, are we going to vote for the same government that's doing this? Are we going to stay? Yes. Are we going? Are we? You know, I, I love the internet for that. For that, because I love yes. that we can yes. we can have conversations that can influence a change, a positive change. I just don't like it for this. For this, like you know, sometimes we somebody could be a news presenter and whatever, and we can just be like, yo, I know Shem. You guys tried, but like it's not working. You know what I mean? Like I mean, with sending SA, yeah, they had like the new cast, yes. the new people presenters, and it really didn't work. Mm. If they changed people, I'm assuming it didn't work. So I mean, you can tell with numbers and interaction. So I love that technology took things to that level, but it's just like I hate the hateful culture that comes with removing people because we feel like it doesn't match up to our standards. It's the same way people are religious yeah. and they're against um, queer people. They exactly. can remove them from a certain space of the internet because they feel like that's a sinful thing. And these people move these people. It's just like an ugly cycle. For me, what, what with all that you're saying, the one thing that, that really is um, what you call this sticking out for me is that <laughs> in cancel culture, I shem, it's not real. It is not real. Mm. It is ineffective. And it doesn't bring about real change. Hey. And those are some of the criticisms that you have about cancel culture is that, you know, canceling someone isn't necessarily the end of their fame. Mm. People are able to still continue, make money. And I mean, Sibonile Nango Chukchuk was canceled because uh. he was drunk and driving and he... Uh, and that's that one I won't lie, Bongani. For me, it's the most upsetting. And it, it, it is like, it, it represents it is, it is, it is. what it is that it we is. do. That we're like, we're going to cancel someone and do whatever. And that same person who was abusive or left their child or killed people can come back and be right at the top. All we have to do is not even give six years of a break. You can literally just go off for two months and you come back with this beautiful campaign. And people are like, oh, okay. Did you see that video that Mumani but, but did? That now, 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 now we're now we we're biting ourselves in the foot here because we were people who were saying call out is better than cancel. Because yes, we believe in rehabilitation. Uh -huh. We believe in that someone can come, can be accounted, and mm -hmm. they can be accountable, and then there's hope for progress, and that's what call out culture speaks for. Mm. Um, but with cancel culture, it doesn't allow for that and now when we're saying and i mean i'm 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 with you i'm honestly with you mm -hmm. i do agree that maybe jupe jupe's um um grace period was just a little too short you know um i do believe that um he wasn't cancelled long enough 
but yeah, also in the I same mean, breath, yes, we are I, saying I hear what that you're saying. a cancel uh. culture is not necessarily that effective because it doesn't see a second chance for you. So call-out culture is better for society because mm. as a society, we progress when we learn from our mistakes. Mm. But here we are saying that Sikwatili Chup has learned from his mistake and he's back at the top. I think for me, it's the fact that he's back at the top. You know, I would be fine yes. if he's out. If he was if coming and trying pushing. and pushing but that humility, is, especially Chup though, ah, this guy... <laughs> he just came back. <laughs> huh? Even with that other one. Uh, no, he is he is top of the food chain. He is he's he more is popular than Bonan show. on on shows. Like he's like trending. You know, he's on television more than the people who were in the in the free land for for long. But in the same breath, I agree with you because now if had you not picked up what I just said, it just shows you how cancel culture is so in us. With anything, like if 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 a, if a friendship or anything doesn't serve you anymore, um, we I mean, there's ways to go about how you could you could um end the friendship or whatever. But like we have this mentality of the the canceling and or if it's not this way, it's this way, you know, kind of attitude. Like I mean, yes. it's good to some extent, but like it's almost like it's in us. Like it's almost like if something is not, and also sometimes we like mixing the well, you know how we're uh, the the, the 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 conscious generation and then sometimes we like using mm-hmm. that information uh with um i want to say with like you know when you're like you know i i respect myself and my energy and 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 then mm-hmm. you're like anything that's mm-hmm. toxic around me i'm gonna cancel it and one thing about me one yeah. thing about me i will cancel it i will just remove it i'll block you know everything about our generation <laughs> is very aggressive like there isn't like a a, 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 yeah. a time or a period to be like I mean, there's even a thing called ghosting because we're just so done so quickly with something yes. to move on to the next thing. Yes. And I mean, what you're saying right now is something that um, Obama had said and he was speaking in terms of cancel culture. And it's something we're going to get into a little bit later in terms of is cancel culture activism. But he was basically yeah. saying that cancel culture um, prompts a, uh, people to draw quick conclusions and take sides and that it conflates larger problems without considering the nuances of particular situations. Mm. Most of all, cancel culture does not make an honest effort to change the behavior or the group being cancelled. But for me, the thing is, um, what stands out there in terms of, apart from the latter sentence, is um, in the former when it says, uh, we draw quick conclusions. Cancel culture, have you noticed? It is very quick. It Mm. is very, you jump on it now and it's hot and it's hot and this person's hot and next, who are we cancelling next? We've moved on, we've cancelled you. Who are we cancelling next? And one of the criticisms is that in its quickness, it's not effective because yes, we've cancelled, some people might have cancelled Michael Jackson, um, but people still listen to Michael Jackson when they're alone in their house. People Some still people listen might have to R. Kelly. People still listen to R. Kelly when they're alone in their house. And that's the thing. That's how it's also flawed in another sense is that cancelling is, is subjective. Yes. Cancelling for me might just mean I'm not going to play his music out loud, mm. but it doesn't mean I will not stream his album after album after album when I'm working six hours a night, yes. editing stuff and working on stuff. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, you know? and, and um, it also... Cancelling for some people might mean I won't publicly endorse the person on social media, yes. but if you're chilling with me, we're listening to that music and that's that on that, you know? And it's gotten to a place where we're like prisoners on our own social platforms and of our own money because 
because now you're so scared of being cancelled because that with with that being said if i'm going to listen to r kelly that means i'm saying i'm not that person did not really grasp why we're cancelling him yes so there's just so much hate that yes. it must end but we haven't grasped like do you understand the magnitude of what this man has done and once it's sunk in and you've really like even put yourself in that situation or your sister or the you know you're like you know what this is actually pure disgust and some people will be like you know what I mean, there are people like who are artists like that who can be like, I can separate the artist mm. to the music. Because mm. there are people mm. who will tell you that um, uh, obviously maybe some of this music is inspired by the, the people, whatever. Or, oh, this is so disgusting. And then they, then there's some people who are like maybe artists like that who are like, what if like if you look at it, maybe on Apple Music at the bottom when it's like the lyrics weren't written by him necessarily. Um, you know, there's some yes. people who can justify some things, but also some things we, we can't can justify it like that. Yes, yeah. but some people can't people deny. Say, I will only cancel. I will only cancel his songs that he's written and exactly. sang and produced himself. Yes, you know. Yes, yeah. And, you're some people and there's can't a lot of guys who will come in and say, "Oh, not even just guys." There's a lot of people who tell you who are even older than us who tell you that I grew up on that music. I can't help but when. Uh, Billy Jean or uh, Confessions Yeah Asha goes or whoever song plays if they cancelled you can't help but tap your foot because it's something that you're so I feel like some people don't have understanding when it just comes to like yeah this person must be cancelled you know what I mean so now I'm going to be yeah, doing the tapping yeah, of my yeah. foot in secrecy because you know it's also so scary for when I as a person yeah. who cancels people to know that even if I said yo the song by R. Kelly uh, when he featured Asha, mm. you know, you can't even say that because we're so horrified of people thinking that we're saying we're encouraging or endorsing the behavior that he had had or he did in his life. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not even creating a, yeah. a, a place where you can have conversations about like, I mean, a conversation like this, like, you know what? There's still that one song that really still bangs because when I grew up and the last day I saw my dad, the song played and it's, it holds a special place in my heart. Oh my God. We can't even be yes. sentimental you to see, that level and be yes. honest and be vulnerable about like, you, you know, know what? Mang Mang screwed up, but like, I, I, I like this about them or something. Mm. I don't know. What you're saying, what you're saying, is exactly what Barack Obama is saying. I, I guess great minds think alike mm. in that it 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 it, 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 it. larger problems. <laughs> <laughs> in that it conflates larger problems without considering the nuances mm. in particular situations, and that's why some people tend to see it as a form of censorship. Because it's it's infringing on your free speech to speak about, oh, I actually enjoy this song. Oh, I actually enjoy this artist. Because that artist is cancelled now. And if you're going to go and say, oh, I enjoy this, I enjoy that, then you're problematic as well. That means you stand for their values and all of the actions that they did. You yes. stand behind all of that shit. Should we be cancelling you now as well? Because I wouldn't mind cancelling you right now. I was actually mm. looking for the next person to cancel. Mm. Because I've got this moral high ground and I know what's right. And I know what's and another thing is that a lot of people are saying that it comes from Gen Gen Z, you know, mm. <laughs> it's coming from them. And do you think the Gen Z gives a that, damn? I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. You don't know if you agree with that. For me, I feel like um they are much more inclined um um not inclined um much more attuned to to what is actually a microaggression you know in the mm. past things would be said and done and you just have to swallow it and they'll tell you give a pay look your life 
impili rife, impili rife. That's that's the shit. But now I think now in a, we live in a time where you can honestly uh, like uh, you can honestly call people out for for saying the the most hurtful things and in the most even if it was just a microaggression you can call people out for those things. So I think it does seem as though um generation gen z is much more sensitive and they complain a lot more and hence they are leading cancel culture but i think it's coming from a space of um being uh, growing up in a world where you are where you where 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 you have the permission to speak up if something is not right and you don't need to just suck it up you know mm. especially because we know what that means for mental health I mean I understand where you come from in that is uh, where where the, the the research comes from in that aspect but also I would argue that I've hung around Gen Z and the way they think yes they speak their mind or whatever but nothing about their vibe gives me aggression to the level of I how I feel the 90s 80s 90s the people who've like weren't necessarily deep in apartheid but they're like more privileged these people don't even Gen Z doesn't even feel like they're I don't know. I can't feel that aggression coming from them in 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 its you yeah. know totality. Like I can't see them or feel them come with. I can feel them speaking about for what they want and what they want to stand for and 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 and. But I don't see them carrying these standards. I can see them being active mm. activists standing for what they believe in, but I don't see them having all these views a religion or a, wanting to press an opinion on someone that this is what you must believe in because it feels like something more about what we grew up and what we knew. How your mom would say that if you chill with Bongani, that means you behave like Bongani, you do this. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I get it. Yeah. One side does have that thing. They will speak their mind, whatever. But the, the aggression and how aggressive it's coming for, like, it's almost like some people get to a point where they're like, it's either you believe this or nothing. You know, it sounds familiar mm. in a sense, mm. in a black household with how we grew up or, you know what I mean? Where it's almost like, if, 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 you know, it's like how they will, <laughs> parents have actually started cancel culture where someone's going to cancel you for having a child for marriage, but they had a child for marriage. And you're just like, wait a minute. Um, you know, like everyone in their household or the first yeah. ones mostly were at their uh, parents' wedding. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of yeah. that vibe that I'm feeling from the 90s. But I get what you mean when you say Gen Z, because obviously one thing about them, they will start a movement. And they will go for it, but I don't think their movement would be as aggressive. I just maybe not in tune with that world, but I can see it also. Yeah, yeah. So we've got this article here from uh, News Twenty Four. It's about this girl who was cancelled in South Africa. She was basically a toileb, and mm. um, what happened was that superbalist. Uh, basically, remember when we were going through that whole George Floyd, um, justice for George Floyd after he was brutally murdered by that policeman. Yes, yes, yes. And we were doing Blackout Tuesday. Um, Everyone was basically posting Blackout Tuesday. And uh, some people noticed that Superbulous hadn't posted Blackout Tuesday or anything like that. And this this lady who was a Taleb, went onto social media with a lot of people who were who were um coming for superbless saying listen why are you guys not saying anything why are you guys not doing anything why are you not joining in the movement and they were quite disappointed and they even wanted the brand cancelled and this girl um this woman came out and she she basically um um said you know what 
um, I'm not surprised that they didn't act out because it's going to be business as usual for them. And she was basically cancelled by um, Black Twitter. I'd like to read um, what she has to say. She says, I was the outlier who didn't see the need for the brand to post a black square in the name of fake solidarity. Let's be honest. Most people and brands were just doing it for clout. Nothing more. Nothing was going to change after posting that. And no black person would be promoted to a senior position or feel seen or heard. I respected the brand for being honest and not being performative. And unfortunately, that resulted in me being cancelled by Black Twitter. All I did was voice out my opinion and defend the brand. Unfortunately, Black Twitter did not see it that way. I was labeled as a dog of white monopoly. Imagine. Mm. And against people of color. I tweeted that Superbalist has and will probably always be a good brand. Their sales won't be affected by an outcry from social media. Mm. And if we're honest, I respect them for not being fake. They know posting a black image or discussing racial issues won't change anything. Following that tweet, I also said that black Twitter is performative because they won't be canceling Superbalist. Just in the same way they didn't cancel H&M when it faced backlash over the monkey sweatshirt ad. They all pretended like they would never go shop there again. But once that died down, it was business as usual. I also said black people need to stop doing things for clout. It's okay to stand for something, but don't lie and say you're going to shop. You're going to stop shopping there. It's quite hypocritical. I even said that I'd never stop shopping at H&M or even stop using Dove products. But because... Um, because they once had a racist ad. The brands I worked with found out and terminated our professional contract with immediate effect because they did not want to be associated with me. I later tried to explain the tweets to them, but I can't... Um, um, sorry. So this is someone who had quite a following on Twitter. Mm-mm-mm. So anyways, that's why she's saying the brands that she worked with. She says, I later tried to explain the tweets to them, but I kind of understood why they had to disassociate themselves from me. I was even getting criticized and bullied over things that had nothing to do with the tweets. People were just hateful. And I think certain people were waiting for the day I got canceled mm. to bully me. There was even a hashtag that I must fall and that I should be canceled. They even started dragging my family into oh. the mess. And that's where I draw the line. You can come for me, but not for my family, please. I'm trying to build my brand again and it hasn't been an easy journey. I understand why people disagreed with my views and opinions, but I think we are all entitled to our thoughts and views. Cancel culture poses a toxic way to hold public figures accountable for their actions. Leading, leading to, to fear, fear rather than genuine gen- change. Than genuine change. Mm. Exactly. Rather than canceling individuals should make a stance to educate and promote growth rather than creating fear or canceling it. You can go read the full article on News24, but that basically is, that's the, that's the criticism over cancel culture and it being activism. I mean, in South Africa, we use cancel culture quite a lot to deal with race issues, but it does have um, a, a nickname of clickative, uh, what click, what clicktivism? <laughs> It's long clicktivism, and um, once again, Barack Obama said, "Easy social media judgments don't amount to true social activism," and that's because the only true form of activism that works well for, um, um, I mean, 
cancel culture is flawed in that as a form of activism, it doesn't work well because mm. it doesn't bring about the level of change that activism does. The change in cancel culture is superficial. It's not sustainable. Mm. Um, whereas activism changes minds and it attacks structures yes, and, and not figures or, or, or just people, you know? And what she was saying or um, at that time, even now when I look back, because if I have to be honest as a as someone who just uses social media, when I did the black square, it is because there was the blackout. And I had no idea. And I felt like if I don't do it, something is wrong with You're me. You're going to look behind. I'm going to look at... <laughs> besides that, like, you know, there's a lot of things that trend now. And I've told myself that because I don't have understanding of it, I would rather read read about it and understand it. Me putting on my story is just going to be just, you know, it's just like a habit. And I'm like, yo, everyone's posting it. Let me just post it. You know, I don't want to look like I'm out of touch yes. or not supporting something. What's a lot of that? And even with yes. the blackout, there were even um, articles and videos that came out and saying, don't post it if you don't understand what's happening. Because now you feel the pressure that you're, if you don't do it, people are going to be like, so you're not standing for the black people were all standing in solidarity for da, 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 da. So I understand what she's saying, what she's saying. And also what cancel culture, um, or what Twitter um, had a problem with is that she had a mind of her own because she, that's facts. Like why are they posting the black box and why are they using them? The money that is there because all the multi-millions they have to make a change, to bring about a change, a physical change with whatever was happening in America at the time. So now we're just going to, exactly. it's almost like what we do with the hashtags. Oh, hashtag bring mang mang down mm. or bring bang. Let's buy this person what what. I like it when social media brings about like if it's active activism and we're going to like actually do the work. Let's do the work. I love it when it's like small things like when somebody tweets and is like, guys, um, I'm a single mother and I don't have electricity. I'm on five. And I remember there was this other uh, this thread yeah. where this woman's electricity almost got to even 5,000 because people were just putting in the five rand daddy, whatever, how much they could do, but they did it and they helped it. So I love it. 5,000, imagine from, from 5,000 units because people kept on, and I even stopped track of that, of that um, tweet because if it comes to me on my page and I see it and I'm like, ah, let me go on my app, let me just buy this person 20 rand. So it accumulated like that tweet got like so many views. I like it when it's action orientated, but not like, Okay, yeah, guys, we're going to do our hashtags because we're just doing it from our comfort of our homes. Um, if something is happening in the in an informal settlement, it doesn't affect me. It's raining, guys. Oh, our government's doing such a shit job. But, like, we just want to talk, but it's all talk, but no action. But she was saying, like, why must they post a black box? Like, and then Luna, the same people after the H&M thing, you guys were all there buying. So we're just going to do That's all of this work to go back. Like, what are we doing? If it is um activism... Um, it's not working. It's not conducive. It's just, Exactly. Yeah. For me, it is a compliment to activism. You know, um, hashtag cancel culture. Cancel culture, when we're canceling something or when we're some, saying something must fall, it's great for information sharing because anyone who comes across the hashtag is going to go research. What is this? Oh, what's this? What are people uh, talking uh, about? Uh, oh, uh, what's uh, happening uh. here? You know? And it's also great for organizing people to rally behind a, a certain cause or a certain movement. Mm. But on its own, it it, it cannot stand alone and replace activism entirely. It can only complement activism. It does not stand on the same par with activism and be compared in that sense. Um, cancel culture has only worked to such a degree, to such a level. And we can't take it and now be like, oh, okay, this is the new form of activism. No, this is um, and how activism has become enhanced by social media, that we are able to put a hashtag behind something and spread a, and spread a message quite 
quickly and quite easily. But for us to believe, Uguti, there's going to be real structural change because in what that girl was saying, or that woman was saying is that um, there isn't a real change in culture. Mm. There isn't a change in organizational culture. Yes, the social media person, Wako Superbalist, was going to post a black box, but the people, there wasn't going to be a black person who's, promoted the next day there wasn't going to be a shift in the superbalist working culture Mm. where black people in that office are feeling seen acknowledged heard and welcomed you know so why did we need to expect them to perform it and it really like it it's so tricky because it's such a fine line for companies and brands and individuals and people to walk in terms of i want to show like you're saying solidarity behind something but also i don't want to just post because the people are just posting you know mm-hmm. and they uh, they're the working behind the scenes to show at their factories there's gang people who are of color who are working tirelessly for nothing for cents now we're going to be like, we're standing with that. And it's very tricky, this thing also. Hey, once you involve yourself in something, you're putting yourself in the limelight. Just imagine they did that because there are companies who still have people in factories who are working tirelessly, getting paid peanuts or people who are just basically slaves to the company. We, po- we post this black yeah. box and say it's a blackout. And then someone's going to be like, but remember there was an article that came people because that's what people have the energy for. They go dig out an article that was posted by this specific company that is a clothing brand that abuses people of color who work tirelessly. What are you guys going to do with that? So now they're trying to also know that, you know what, we're not really completely clean on that having black people, you know, um, working on the, in their right positions or, um, you know, uh, being equal to us. So let's rather not get involved is what I think. So some people are also trying to cover their tracks because there's a lot that happens in companies than we see. That we don't see. Mm. And they know, hey, Mabanga Kuluma too much. It's going to be a Derek Jackson situation happening. Mm -hmm. And one thing about Twitter, they will (laughs) dig. Those people are so... <laughs> they will dig. They're so hateful. Like, you know, some, you remember that time um, the article we did with that Miss South Africa. What's her name? Um, The girl who was from Should've East Rand. It. No, no, the girl from East Rand who was who wanted to be a part of Miss South Africa or whatever. And then the people came out. People found oh, her tweet yes. from high school. Oh, yeah. She hates white people. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because there people was never a conversation... Exactly. There was never a conversation about like, okay, guys, maybe at this time she was a minor because there's people who came out from a school saying she was mean or whatever. I'm not in any way defending her, but I'm saying we do know most of this white, um, uh, this, the mentality that white kids have, especially Afrikaners, comes from the, 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 the training and the drilling of their parents, making them believe that this and this and this is the way of life. And I, I would assume that some yes. people, when they grow up and adults and they're in the real world, um, will make up o- their own opinions. But it's also very hard growing up in a place where you're told and know that, you know what, this is, this is it. These people are this and this and this. I'm not saying it's ex- excusable, her behavior, but I'm just saying at the time when she was in high school, but cancer culture still doesn't give you room to say that, you know what, in the past you did have faults and you did say things like this. How do you feel about this? 
mm. and how I respond mm. now. So that mm. them calling you out and saying, this is your behavior. It's how you treated people in high school. And this is how you spoke about black people. What do you have to say about that? Yes. And then me as the president, Ponsa, say, you know what? I am for black people. I, at the time, I excused that. And I was like, I grew up in an environment that didn't uh, support for black people. But I, 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 I work with black people. I, uh, you know, the speech. From that moment yeah. on... <laughs> I'm going to be held accountable for what I'm saying now. Because now, if, let's say she made it exactly. far. And then From one day she was... going forward. Exactly. Now she was at a party and she says something, you know, that is offensive to black people. Then we're like, uh-uh. Who are we? Bianca, through and through, you've been this person. Then now we can cancel you because this is who you are. Not for what you were. But even in that, in that, in that space, I don't think we must still cancel the people. I don't know. It's really difficult. People yeah. can forgive the white government for oppressing us and doing all those things and say, Kumbaya, let's move on, let's move on from what happened with apartheid. But they can't forgive people for, for having a, an opinion about superfluous. We really have our, our priorities fucked up because we can't bring down the big establishments, but we want to bring each other down. The person who just started themselves, the, the person time. who just wanted to, just, you know, I just started my hustle. I started my BNG. I started... Uh, I'm, I'm the CEO of, of, of uh, what's King? Rose, what, what? I'm, you know, I'm signature, I'm Boiti. We want to bring down those people who, who are just doing, but the big establishments were scared of them. So that means we're cowards because why on those big establishments, they, they must learn from that. But Nikan must learn that, you know what? We're not just going to be making noise about this thing you guys did. We're going to bring you down, you know? Exactly, anyway. exactly. And Ugh, we're not going to make more money just because we're making noise mm, about that thing. Mm. So uh, essentially, also, yeah. we're, we're cowards. We're cowards because we're, we're scared of doing the real work. Because we know what it takes to actually be an activist. It's not a joke. It's daily work. It's daily work. It's daily work. It's, you're, it's exhausting. Like, looking at it, I'm just like, you know what? It's got its people. You need to have, you know, some remarkable <laughs> yes, fire. True. I don't have the that's energy true. for that. That's so, true. so it's easier for them to just that's tweet about true. it and then the next day to talk about someone else. But just ruin someone's life for just for the fuck of it. You know what I mean? But, hey, the yeah. conversation is so are you, nice. Sorry. Are, you, are you ever afraid of getting cancelled? I, I sometimes get afraid that some, some, someday when... um being politically correct is a lot stricter and a lot more difficult in the future. People are going to, once you and I are a lot bigger than we are right now, people are going to dig this podcast and find things and try bring that. Like we're going to be doing a lot of explaining based on this podcast. Do you, do you ever worry? Is that a thought in your head? No, I mean, I, I used to worry a lot about it when I thought my career was going to go mainstream. So my, I, I don't have, I mean, growing up, you know, obviously there's this obsession of, oh, who's Bonang and how Bonang is and what she does. Growing up and becoming my own person and becoming the person I want to be, I think a lot about like my brand and who I want to become. And I've realized that, you know what, for the longest time I wanted fame and that's not what I want. With how I'm like finding mm. my journey and trying to heal myself, I find myself wanting to escape mm. more and more. If it were up to me, Bongani, I just want to be wealthy, like in business. And still contribute to the mm. arts, be it that mm. with the podcast. And mm. we just have money. And I just do the podcast and talk about whatever the hell I want because I've got money. That's the thing. They don't, yes. they never, they're going to just cancel the podcast, but it's not affecting your business because there's investments and things you got in. And again, it's not activism. Tomorrow, they're going to forget about you. So um, I was scared mm. initially because I knew I was going to be like in the public eye in that sense. But now I just want wealth. And peace. Yeah. All of that yeah. noise yeah. and 
I'm I'm cool with it. I think it's not peaceful for me. Wena? Yeah. Well, well, I I I I somewhat do still have it. I mean, mm. I I hear this thing about you know what? I, I just want to make enough to live the best life. I don't need to be mainstream. I don't need to be famous. But as much as I I have that thought, a little bit of me still just wants wants to be on a stage and wants my name to be shouted. So I still have that little bit of a fear that one day people are gonna just be like, get out! But <laughs> for now, I'm just gonna run my mouth as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we grow, we evolve. The the person I am now is not the person I'm gonna be in ten years time. It's not 100%. the person I'm gonna be tomorrow. It's not the person. Yes. It's, not, it's not the person I'm gonna be tonight. You know. And there's a um, lot. There's so a lot of people who you wanna. Can't, you can't hold me up against the old version of myself. Exactly. And what mm. you were doing now, and you were doing uh, four years ago with everything you've started, it was part of your hustle. You were doing what you felt was best at the time. So, I worry not being. Yeah. Mm. And the work will speak for you, hey? Yeah. Oh, what, what, what would you, what would, what would your advice be for someone who is <laughs> afraid of being cancelled? Or when you do find yourself cancelled, how, how does one basically deal with that? Number one. Don't try mm. be detective and explain yourself. It's too much. A lot is happening. It's almost like me just having 200 people on Instagram. I mean, on, on Twitter. And then all of a sudden, there's literally 15,000 people coming at me. It must be overwhelming. First things first, get off social media. It could be <laughs> so... It, it's, I will just, just leave it. Leave that is it. very true. That is from from having uh, 36 likes per picture. Now you've got not just 36 likes, 5,000 comments on a picture. Well, and there's I mean, all people telling you, hey, you're full of shit. I can't wait to get to hey, your house. What the fuck? And kill you. Canceled, hashtag canceled, hashtag <laughs> The other day I tweeted and I was like, yo, I wish Bushiri can die or something like that. No one even cares. <laughs> No, I was upset about something. And I deleted it. Look, you follow me. You didn't even care I said that. <laughs> did I see it? Question is, did I see it? Even but if you saw it, I know you. Thing. You would tell me behind closed doors, like, girl, what is that? You wouldn't approach me in front of the people, in front of Pam Gwabans, UTA, Tanti Wai. I mean, I was like, oh, yes. I watched something I, that upset me. I would have called you out. Yes, definitely you would have. <laughs> yes, I watched something watch. that was, that upset me. And I was like, this man is so upsetting. And then I tweeted, and then, you know, if you were someone else, you burst out saying things like that. No one gives a damn. But then I deleted it because I was like, Joe, I even forgot about it. And an hour later, I'm like, Joe, no one said anything. So I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so get on social media and just obviously you're going to get more paranoid or whatever. But like, it's too much for us to process. So get off of your phone, leave mm. your phone. Just like, you know what I mean? And number two mm. is try mm. to hold on to what you know yourself to be that is the most powerful mm. thing ever because um I, I would believe in the limelight with all this glory you get it's 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 easy for you to be caught up in the 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 the, the social life and whatever and you and then it, obviously everything comes crumbling when you're uh canceled or where everyone is coming at you telling you what they think you are out of the seven billion of people who yes. live in the world so 
you need to yes and mm-hmm. off of based off of like a two second video yes. you said something or like a, just one tweet now people are mm. coming and they are like reading you for for like everything telling you mm. like people are defining you as though they know you mm. and one thing that brings me more closure every time I'm on Twitter is that how we're, we're like every minute, you're literally the, a different person. I could uh, come across a tweet and retweet and I'm like, yes. And then when I go into the, um, the comments and other people say things that really persuade and change my mind because they give me more information than what I've already known. That I'm like, okay, true. let me not that retweet this. Happens. Then I take it back. You know that what I mean? That actually happens. So with, mm, with that tra- actually happens. A lot. And you're like, try to not hold on. Uh, I mean, hold on to what you know yourself to be. So like, you, you're not one dimensional. You're ever changing. You're ever this. But whatever is the crux of who you are as Bongani or Bonsa, try hold on to that. Because these people, one thing about them, they will break you. Reconnect. Yeah, Number three true. is to reconnect with the world. So mm. I feel like, like what I was saying earlier on, when you're in the noise, especially the Joburg world, uh, the culture of Johannesburg, like, and I would always observe the people who were bigger, um, you know how it starts with like, if I'm hanging around, I'm no longer hanging around with Bongani. Now I'm hanging around with like really cooler people. I'm going out as, uh, as, as a lot, like more than I would ever do in a week, in a day. You know, I'm interacting with a lot of energies. Yeah. It, 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 it might stray away from your own routine. Maybe you're a prayerful person, you meditate or you do yoga. Those practices are not even prominent anymore because now you feel that you've arrived and then you disconnect. So it, with that time, I feel like it will be time for you to remind yourself and come back to yourself. Because once you, I feel like that's the best weapon to have. Like once you've known and know and like, you know what? This is, I'm, I'm, I'm like a child of God. If you're a believer and you believe that, you know, truthfully, this is what I am. And this is what God has called me for. Mm, and you reconnect yes. with yourself. And reconnecting doesn't this have to necessarily be. Exactly. You don't have to necessarily be like. Uh, I'm going to reconnect and just just pray. But like sometimes with, with nature or things that like, you know how um, people always say the first album from an artist is always the best because they were hungry. Like Rent was due. Like it's always <laughs> the best. Because then you must go back to those things I've that used to give you. I've never known people say this. I've never known people say this. <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. Not at all. It's a thing. I, I read, I read a, a, a tweet once where someone's like, yo, when um this person, this person made this song, you know that rent was due because this shit bangs. So sometimes we yes. have things like the the diligence we have, like uh with with the maybe the podcast, the preparation that come with it or whatever, we don't take it for granted because we're like, we want this to work. And then it comes like now you we've got like yay, 20k people watching. Now we're just like, ah, you know what I mean? So the fire we had, I feel like try to reconnect with self, with the world outside of social media yeah. also so that yeah you can come back to self last but not least and friends can do that quite well sorry friends yes. can do that quite well also your real friends yes number 4 mm. remember that canceling is not actually about morality it is about dominance mm. it it's not mm. i'm reading here it's not an attempt to help you be a better person <laughs> Or see, a, uh, or see a genuine error. People can reach out on a private for that. Sorry, I was just reading that. Uh, it's an attempt to control you. For me, I felt that it was so powerful. So the people, like, oh, for instance, with true. the article you read now, um, the people, some people can't stand that people have their own minds and their own opinions. And they want to, like, 
pull you down. I I know like this morning my mom likes saying that, hey, Buntamana, you must make sure you must finish last when we talk. I'm like, no, I will obviously stop talking when I feel like I'm done having putting facts on the table. So obviously they grew up in a different yes. generation where you must say something once and that's it. And I'm like, no, we can have countless conversations until two hours, until we found the solution to this. But I don't believe I must keep quiet because, you know what I mean? So sometimes I struggle with, with that and I'm like, is, 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 is she giving me this advice to, to have me? Because sometimes she will throw the, hey, I wonder how you're going to be when you're married. And I'm like, oh, then that means it's not a matter of if I'm, if I'm, if I'm a uh, 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 wannabe lost. It's about that if I'm going to be able to submit. Then that means, uh, mm. that essentially means that control. Because if I'm untamed yes, and exactly. I'm going to be having an opinion about anything and every time, like, cause that's one thing about me, even if I don't know a lot, because I spoke to you here and there about podcasting, theater, when I'm speaking to people, I always throw in my two cents, you know what I mean? And if I want to argue something, I'll argue with <laughs> yes. And then she's like, yeah, one thing about you, when happens, okay, she doesn't say one thing about you. <laughs> but she's like, when you must always be the last one to finish. And I was just like, I, I don't want to be the last one. It's just that like, I don't, I, I, I still have more to say, you know? I just have an opinion. And, and, I was, yes. I, and then I was, it was like on my mind a lot. And I was like, I'm trying to understand if I'm being disrespectful or she's trying to tame me. Because had she not brought up the whole thing, mm. what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Then that it was going to be a different conversation. So it is people... Yeah legit trying to control you so they just want to ta- have control over you and what you do so now if they say you want to be this you must be this person they would appreciate and they'll support you but only if you become that person so only if you become that person mm, so mm. i mean thanks for those tips for helping us deal maybe we should call you kimberly wilson and you should tell us about how to build a healthy brain maybe we <laughs> should do that we are poor Hashem. <laughs> no, bring a phone in. So that is a claim. I'm going to see young kids. If we're going to do it, yeah, man. Ah, but I mean, if Bafuna was doing challenge, I mean, one thing about me, I love a good challenge. So I mean, I would, I would definitely <laughs> help your brains. I'll help your bodies. Whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, the cup is full. I will, you know, give you some of that. <laughs> oh, you know, when Spencer starts talking like that, we need to close the show. <laughs> Let's leave it there. <laughs> And let's call it a day. Santi <laughs> <laughs> recap. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the rewind underscore essay. And send an email to the rewind essay at gmail.com. Come on! Word on the street. Here we go again. Just before the show ends, let's listen to the last word on the street. I hope it's something juicier than the one uh, previous. But wait, before we get into that, personally, between the both of us, I know personally I didn't do anything like a wild, like, oh, I'm going to yes. know. I stayed home like from the beginning of lockdown to the time we were allowed to go out. So I didn't do like, yo, I needed like, yo, I need to make journeys. What, 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 what. I mean, obviously yes. for you, it doesn't work because, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you with the, your partner <laughs> so you guys don't have to do risky things and personally myself also that's why when i'm hearing these stories i'm just like mm, this is so interesting i love it yeah let's hear yeah. the last yeah, bn yeah, for I the think day so too. all right what is the craziest thing you had to do during the pandemic for some dick appointment all right um Honestly, I don't think I've ever had to do anything crazy. 
and in the context, not take appointment, but some bumping crayons and booty. Um, at the time, I think I was dating. Yeah. So I managed to get a work permit, you know, even though I wasn't working at that time to actually go see some, yeah, not some, but my former girlfriend, go see my girl and Centurion. So I drove from Amundskrell to Centurion during lockdown level five with a work permit that starts, I think a month from that time that I had it. So I was going to have a good excuse why I was driving with a work permit that hadn't started yet. Yes. I was really thinking of it the whole time Let's I was driving it. to Centurion. Luckily, it didn't get stopped. And yeah, man, I got there. I decided to just stay somewhere there. I stayed a couple of weeks. So by the time I got back home, ah, I think everyone forgot that it was a lockdown. <laughs> yeah, so I had a good time. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. As for state for a couple of weeks. But Tony, I'd be like, oh, honey, this is not the plan. <laughs> if you stay for that long, you better pay rent, okay? <laughs> what? <laughs> Stayed a couple of, of weeks. weeks. Maybe I hope he meant days. Like, but Bongani, I mean, look at it. Like, it, it makes sense. Like, if it's a lockdown and you 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 see your partner like every other day or whatever, or you know, now if like it's just lockdown, people are like, it's everyone was just like in a frenzy. Companies are not working as yet. All the companies I know were saying everyone must work from home, and they're trying to arrange like space in the companies to be COVID friendly. So if we're just like it felt like we're on some long ass sleepover. I understand why they fell into the trap of thinking um, a couple of weeks works, and that's why a lot of people fell pregnant in the year 2020. <laughs> now I'm saying <laughs> a, lo- <laughs> a lot of people were not just baking banana bread. <laughs> Because <laughs> they got a whole lot of burns in, in the them. Oven. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. I mean, I mean, you risk it. Like Amans Krauss Insurance, level five. You know. That's a journey me, to Cairo. Um, yeah. For me, I think it takes me back to the time that guy's girl was missing and he was like, fuck lockdown. I'm gonna search the streets of Joburg. And he was searching on Twitter and he was driving up and down. And everyone the next morning was like, Ooh, the Lutando Olunjalo, please. Break <laughs> please, the lockdown risk it all for me. <laughs> I think I think that risk the co- it all for, for me. me. I remember the conversation on Twitter at the time was even mainly around the fact that like risk it like people would just be like should i risk it like people would send texts like that i know my friends would tell me like oh should i risk it and i'm like hectic so that's the kind of love that the standard of love that people mm. want well that's yeah. it do you have anything to say i don't have anything to say but you're just shocked i'm just shocked i love it why are you doing that <laughs> Okay, tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. Then we'll tell them at the end of the show. I just think we need to ask more juicier questions so that we can have juicier reactions. Because this, for me, I really did enjoy. I was just like, okay. I like, I like. Uh, But Bongani can tell you where you guys can send us all these juicy VNs and where we can communicate with you guys. Is that all right, Bongani? Yes. um, It's at the rewind underscore SA on Twitter and on Instagram. You can send us a DM. You want to comment. And um, especially on Instagram DMs, you can just simply send us a voice note. YouTube Digest. The Rewind. Ujiwa Am I saying this right? Ujiwa Press forward. 
word on the street. Yeah.